welcome to uh, this week's iteration of the Transatlantic Theater Podcast. Uh, it's been a while. I'm Marcos Rodriguez, and I'm here with my co-host. Uh, hi, I'm Oscar Reese Freeman, uh, or at least this iteration of Oscar Reese Freeman, apparently. Yes, this iteration. <laughs> um, things are different this time around. The world is changing. Things are different. I, <laughs> this, is, this is the first one I've done in my new place, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, it is. I think so, yeah, because we didn't get to do the, the other one. Yeah, exactly. Okay, yeah. yeah, some crazy shit happened, which we'll talk about as well. Yeah. Uh, not, just not only in the world, but also in my personal life. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, yeah, yeah. Shall we... Uh, should we just Do you want to be selfish and talk about yourself first? Of course, of course. I would never turn that down. But yeah. so uh, we missed a couple weeks because recently um, some dude thought it would be a great idea to drive while under the influence while it was icy out in a rear wheel drive car and then slam into my company vehicle, which then slid into my personal vehicle because he hit it hard enough. For it Jesus. to impact both my cars that were parked next to each other. And I don't park super close to myself, so it had to travel a decent distance in order to hit my yeah. other car. And was it super icy out, or was it literally just the force was so much? I mean, it both. Like, it, it was yeah. both, because it, um, uh, it was icy on, like, half of the road, because the shade prevented some of the ice from being melted. But um, yeah. this dude also looked high as fuck when I saw him, <laughs> when I found him. So, like... Crossfaded more than just drunk. Uh, yeah, I don't think it was drunk. I think it was just on drugs. Oh, okay. Yeah, because I thought you said that he when you said I, yeah when you said driving intoxicated, my mind just immediately went to like he was drunk. Oh yeah, no, I mean driving under the influence. He could be literally under any type of thing, but yeah. more specifically, I think he was cigarettes. on cigarettes. <laughs> yes, it's specifically cigarettes causes car accident. Yeah, we're gonna it's bring it's down true. the tobacco companies. Um, May I keep getting weird targeted i don't know what's going on with my ads these days now uh it just goes through weird cycles yeah. i'm still getting uh like targeted ads about what sounds like someone not even trying to make it not sound like a pyramid scheme <laughs> he's like this is david david makes money every day by following these simple things that i do uh and what he what I do is that when when I make money, he makes money. I was like, okay, it's a pyramid scheme, got yep, it. Yep, pyramid scheme. <laughs> um, and then if I don't get that commercial, it's the legal tobacco. It's a co commercial that says the legal tobacco co uh, companies don't just want to sell to you; they want to sell to minors. And it has this picture of I'll be honest, the coolest looking fucking twelve year old you've ever seen. <laughs> <laughs> Has he got like sunglasses and he's smoking or some shit? He's like he's he's in his like British school uniform because it's a British like commercial. Uh -huh. So he's in like a British school uniform with his like tie that's like half on like undone because he didn't fucking give a shit putting it on. Yeah. He's got like his his school blazer and he's just like sitting on like the steps and he doesn't look particularly like happy that he's smoking, yeah. but he's just like holding a cigarette like kind of laid back chilled and isn't, i'm like i'll be honest you used the wrong person for this because he looks pretty fucking dope isn't cigarette smoking like really ingrained in the culture out there like even more so than it was in america yeah i mean because i feel like whenever i think of a the, french woman from the 1950s she's always smoking mm -hmm. yeah <laughs> so that's what it's like. still super prevalent in like in in europe especially as well but the uk it's a super a uh, large amount of smoking. I don't know how to say it, but yeah, people smoke a lot. Yeah. Um, I'd say in the states, I didn't see as ne as like nearly as mu many cigarette, but like 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 
on trash bins yeah. in every UK town, mm-hmm. there is a thing for cigarette butts. Well, cigarettes used to be super. You mean an ashtray? An ashtray. Yeah. <laughs> but um, <laughs> yeah, smoking used to be so prevalent that every car, if you if you buy a car from like the early two yeah. thousands to nineties. Every car mm-hmm. in America has an ashtray and a cigarette lighter. Um, I used to still use the little cigarette lighter. I brand people when they got in my car. Oh my god! <laughs> uh, but uh, I feel like yeah, I feel like the war on cigarettes, you know, in our country has really been successful because yeah. really like been, no yeah. one smokes anymore. They just vape. Yeah, and they vape because um, of the flavors and the bullshit. <laughs> It has not worked over here. No, the vaping. Everyone <laughs> yeah. likes their cigarettes too much. I mean, vaping's still a thing. It's just not as. But popular. I'd say like, but I think the the difference here's the difference. Everyone in this country will like vape. Yeah, and the and or even even more entertaining show like the this country. There are people in this country who don't smoke, uh-huh. but use the same excuse of like not excuse, but like say the same thing that people who vape say, which is, oh well, when I go out for a night out drinking, of course I'm going to have a cigarette. Really. So they're just yeah. social smokers? Yeah. Wow. <laughs> like, I'd say 80, uh, no, nah, let's say not go that far, but like 70% of the people in this country smoke or are one of those people who go, oh, but when, you know, when I'm a night, on a night out, I'll, I'll buy a pack of fags and I'll smoke You'll while I'm What? Drinking. Reese. <laughs> <laughs> it is fascinating I know, right? <laughs> how much that is just a normal thing for me to say now. And I kind of forget. Yeah, yeah. No, I mean, we say that yeah. too over here, but it just it's it's much more offensive and in in the way that we use it. <laughs> yeah, and a lot more expensive to buy a pack of fags in the U.S. kind of connotation. If it cost me twenty quid for that in the states, I'd be I think, uh, I think I'd be a little concerned of the quality. I think it all depends on where you're at. If you're like at some type of convention, I'm sure you can find you know at least at least one pack of them. You can probably bring it back to your hotel. <laughs> yeah, but. For twenty dollars? No, for free. That sounds like I'm going to get some kind of disease. <laughs> oh yeah, no, no doubt. You are probably going to catch something, but you know, that's that's the way. And by it is, that, though. of course, I mean lung cancer. Listen, that's the. What uh, else did you guys think we were talking about? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Fucking fags. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> so I've not I've not seen this, mm-hmm. but uh, I've been told I was told about like the newest episode of South Park. Have you seen? Oh it? wait, the uh, the the pre the not the pre the post pandemic episode no it's the there's a the newest newest episodes that have come i out. haven't seen them yet no okay can i yeah no go uh, ahead go ahead so apparently one of the jokes in is like so uh it there's an episode with where um i forget which character it is but one of them like is talking to token uh-huh. and he's like yeah no my name's tolkien tolkien <laughs> Yeah, and like the whole episode is him like trying to see if other people thought that his name was Token, mm-hmm. and like he realizes he's the only one. And then like the end, apparently the end of the episode is them looking at the like like basically just looking straight at the camera, going, "Did you think his name was Token just because he's black? Wow, dude, shame on you." Years and years <laughs> of it, <laughs> and it's basically going, "No, no, no, we weren't racist. You were racist." I think that's hilarious. I, um, you know, I think, I think it's great. He's still token, like for yeah. obvious reasons. Come on. You can't just, yeah. <laughs> so no, funny. that's the thing is it's, it's not like, yeah, it's not like trying to change. It's not like, you know, fucking, uh, what show is, like it, the is it? Simpsons where they just yeah. got rid of a, boo? they got, a, they got yeah. rid of a, is it a poo yeah. or a boo? 
Is it a, a poo? I don't know. A boo. We'll go with okay. a boo. Yeah. They got rid if of him. If it's a poo, that's maybe a little bit more offensive. A boo's a real name. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I think they definitely got rid of him um, because yeah. of shit like that. Instead of doing that, they were just like, no, no, no. We're not racist. You're racist because you thought of it. I fucking love that shit though. We, his name was Token the whole time. Well, it's like, I don't, I never considered it racist <laughs> just because it, it plays off of the racist shit. It's like making fun of yeah. it. <clears throat> and in that fact, I mean, I it's not. It was racist, I think. What, what was it? Yeah. I said I never thought it was. Oh racist, yeah, so. yeah, yeah, exactly. But I thought it was. It was. Yeah, it was funny. I haven't watched any of the uh, any of the South Park though after the the pandemic special. So I've heard that was. Pretty I still good. To be fair, watch. I don't really watch South Park. Yeah, there's just this guy I go to work with who really likes. It. I got. I I really like it too. I it's. I think it's uh it's changed a lot over the years. Before it used to be you know kind of kind of skit like. Now it's kind of retaining a, a a general story throughout an entire season. So that they've changed it a lot more, and um, yeah. they put a lot more thought, I'd say, into it, and in trying to make their <laughs> skits because they they have this issue where they need to make it relevant, like really relevant. But if yeah. you're going to make a long term story, you run the risk of losing that relevance. But I think they've balanced yeah. it pretty well for the most part. Yeah, I'd say my only problem is I'm just like. How come all this stuff? So you're addressing the fact that they do at some point get older, but also uh, all this stuff has happened and they've never aged. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think that's the joke, though, is that everyone feels like a fucking older, old as fuck after the pandemic. Yeah. yeah so, but I do want to yeah. see it. Maybe that's a good point. Yeah. I never thought of that. But yeah, I, I do want to see it, though. I think it'll be good. Um. So what, what happened with your cars? Are you fine now? Do you have yeah, a car again? Yeah, I mean, I have a... For my company car that got wrecked, you know, that's being handled by the company insurance. Yeah. And I have a rental car for now for that. Mm-hmm. But uh, for my personal vehicle, it's in the shop right now. They just gave us a quote. I think they said, honestly, it's quite yeah. reasonable for what they said. I think it's like okay. $3,200 for the whole repair. Okay. What was it? Thirty five. I mean, I'm, I'm going to just go on an assumption oh, okay. that the other guy's insurance is going to pay for that. <laughs> no, he didn't have insurance, dude. Oh, he didn't have insurance. Exactly, right? Christ. It's fucking just more bullshit. So he's getting his yeah. license taken away, and I'm cool with it um, because he shouldn't be driving around like that. Uh, yeah. Fucking. If you don't have insurance, at least drive so. But I also <laughs> feel bad because he's. I'm kidding. Don't, don't do those things. I also <laughs> feel a little bad, though, because he's just like fucking kid. But And he made a mistake, hopefully. Was he really? Yeah, he was young. He was younger than me. Oh, um, shit. But, you know, you got to make your mistakes and you have to deal with them. People aren't going to hold your hand. Yeah. So if you're going to make this fucking mistake, you know, you're going to deal with the consequences. I'm not going to lie because he got insurance like that day to try to, like, okay. fix the issue. But I'm not going to lie to the insurance company because the, the accident happened like at eight o'clock when he was yeah. um, uninsured and he got insurance at like 10. And so, yeah. you know, I. When the insurance called me to do the investigation, I was like, yeah, no, I discovered it at eight, but it clearly happened before then. That's just when yeah. I discovered it. So he's definitely not going to be. Was covered. he like passed out in the car? How no, did you find no. Out who it was, I had to fucking find his ass because he was picking up parts and pieces from his car uh, around oh the God. accident site. Yeah. Like this dude was totally trying to dip out and not get yeah. caught. But. You know, I mean, they were going to take his license away anyway, because once the police report and my insurance gets into it, looks into it, looks into him 
and then realizes, mm-hmm. okay, this person's an insured. There's going to be something going out against him um, okay. so that they can make him because I think he has to appear in court and sign some documents and some shit like that for, Damn. you know, doing all that. But, yeah, he didn't leave a note on my car or nothing. Um, but he parked in the same parking lot though. So my wife found his vehicle in the parking lot. She's like, Oh, I think I look fun. Yeah, exactly. She's like, Oh, I think I found it. This one's got fucked up right here. And it's the same color as it was on the floor by my car. Yeah. <laughs> it's not, yeah. It's not a genius move right there. So yeah. And it just had to be, it just had to be a BMW. So, you know, good job for making us BMW drivers look like shit. <laughs> <laughs> even worse than they already do so but um yeah it's just i thought bmw parts are, are expensive to insure just because the parts are expensive uh yeah yeah they are but uh same thing goes for audi because my audi got crashed in too so Fair. but it still only came out to about 30 3200 3500 something like that under 3500 I mean, like i've just had to set up and pay all the gas and water and council tax bill for my house so and to be honest, it was nowhere near that price, but I, I'm feeling pretty broken. I got paid two days ago. Dude, my fucking... Well, I don't have to pay for that. My, ins- my insurance is going to cover yeah. that. Oh, that's... Oh, yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah I have yeah, collision. Have like a, a... Hmm. Yeah, I have collision insurance. So I okay. didn't have uninsured driver insurance, though. I don't think they offered it down in, in Georgia. But uh, really? I may need to redo that and get that because Columbus seems to be fucking sketch. Um, I've just, I've had a time living here in this apartment, man. It, it, Already? It's been awful. My wife's car was broken That's into, fucking, you know, I got, so it's the cars. I got crashed into fucking just with my car being parked in the goddamn parking lot. Yeah. There's never any fucking parking. The parking situation yeah. here is garbage. The, these buildings were just built here. So they're yeah. nice and they're new, but, and we have really fast internet, but the people who live here are <laughs> garbage and i'm assuming they didn't really care about credit because they just built this place and therefore we're accepting lower credit scores and uh hold on wally what are you doing stop it it's fucking scratching at the back door i'm not gonna let you out (laughs) dude but anyway um yeah no there's just uh it just doesn't seem to be very uh there's not there's not very many classy people that live in this in this complex here and I feel like once they, because I know they're going to increase the rent here probably in the next uh, in the next year when everybody's yeah. leases are up. I'm hoping that'll get rid of a lot of people. I mean, I'm probably just going to move because I don't fucking like the people who live because here. Of the people, yeah. And the fucking like we're going to go to this gated community. I think there's a place that we passed oh. by that has like <laughs> yeah. these fucking flaming torches outside of them. Looks like the goddamn Olympics. Um, mm-hmm. We're probably going to go there and live there instead okay. it's like a hundred dollars more a month but it's fucking worth it this shit is ridiculous man we have had a time living here that and then it because it was recently built it's really difficult to get like certain mail and packages and even delivery here mm. so it's been a it's been a hassle no i get that yeah so it's just, yeah, it's like it's it's pretty weird like when like uh yeah sometimes i'll I'll speak to where when i used to speak to customers when i worked at a call center yeah. and like they'd get a, a new build house and like the postcode was brand new and like that was just kind of how we rated everything was off postcodes yeah or or zip codes in the states yeah and like uh um, that's the same thing yeah so yeah yeah it was like it just wouldn't pull up yeah 
any information. Mm -hmm. And it was like, that's not a postcode. And they're like, oh, it's because it's brand new. So then the. How do you guys still have new fucking postcodes in a country that's existed for thousands of years? uh, Because the. So you know how like zip codes, we just use like the first five numbers. Well, the postal code for in America is the same thing over there. I'd assume it's it's got the first five, then a dash, and then you have an additional no. set of numbers for your actual distribution no, site. No, we we've discussed this. Did we? I thought. Yeah, I was telling you how efficient the fucking post the post system over here is, <laughs> and how perfect it is. Like it's really good. Well, it's like that too over here. Remember? Yeah, we did. Talk no, about so this. over here, it's so my postcode. Mm-hmm. I won't know. Maybe I won't say it on the fucking. <laughs> like, oh, that's a postcode. Yeah, you don't have to say. say okay. Um, the postcode for Downing Street yeah. is uh, SW1. Yeah. I think it's SW1. I could be wrong. Sex work But one. that just means, it, yeah, it means sex work one. Mm-hmm. Uh, it means, uh, well, with BJ there, but uh, uh, it means Southwest Area 1. Mm-hmm. So Southwest London Area 1. Yeah. Because London, for some reason, has its own postcodes dependent on the location in London. Yeah. Um, and then a space, and then it has one letter followed by two numbers. Mm-hmm. Or, or, sorry, two one number followed by two letters. Mm-hmm. So it'd be like, I think for, just for brevity's sake, uh, Downing Street, that's probably wrong, but is SW11AA. Okay. And that just tells you... That one AA basically tells you Downing Street. Yeah. And then you then just put all you need after that is the house number and that's it. So each postcode tells you the exact street you're on. Oh, so you're saying that you don't have to write, you know, 1574 West Broad Street yeah. and then the zip code and all that shit. You just literally Not put really. the postcode <laughs> and maybe a name and then the yeah. number. Postcode name and the house number. Yeah. And like, yeah, you would probably write out like the rest of it, like the the street name, just so they can confirm they've got the right one. Oh, okay. <laughs> but uh, but yeah, like that's it. Oh. Because okay. even like for me, like I don't have to put what county I'm in, because CF. Well, I mean, there's counties. Out, Cardiff County does extend yeah. the CF rating goes past Cardiff, but CF is the postcode area that I'm in. Yeah. So like Central Cardiff is CF eleven. Yeah. I mean, technically, and that just means that I'm in Central Cardiff. Yeah, technically, you don't really have to do that for our American postal system either. They just like it, you know, because you can tell what county you're in just by your zip code as yeah. well. So, no, hundred percent. I mean, it's not too different. It just doesn't go down to the street that you're talking about. Yeah, yeah, it's because like so most things that I like for setting up my bills right yeah. now, all I had to do it just said, "What's your name? What's your postcode?" Yeah, I put in my name, I put in my postcode, and then it would just say. And then it would literally have a drop down that it populates on its own yeah. and says, which one's your house then? Yeah. And would give me every house that's under that postcode. But it's only like 20 houses. Okay, so that's why when they have a new building, it's got a new postcode? Yeah. Oh, okay. That's why. Okay. It's because it's on a new, probably a new street that's jutted out into a different, you know, random direction of some place that wasn't. I'm just surprised you guys have fucking like new streets <laughs> in a country as old as There's yours. There's new streets all the time. Well, it's just, it's old, but like the population growth has been essentially huge. Yeah, yeah, I guess, I guess, but but yeah, it's there's a lot of and it's it's weird because you can see like the old areas and then the new areas, mm-hmm. like what is just like is clearly a newer build area. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You you constantly new built shit out here in America all the fucking time. Yeah, like everything's fucking new. But uh, I hate I hate to be like you know. 
kind of not like just rub it on in your face, but my, my move's gone kind of fine. That's good. I'm glad. I'm glad. No, I mean, yeah. that's what I want to hear. I don't want to hear yeah. your situation is also mine. Yeah. <laughs> it's just shitty. been, I'd say the only thing is just dealing with like having to be in charge of all the bills for the first time in my life, to be completely honest. Because most of the time uh-huh. I've done a really good job of most of the time I live with a friend. Yeah. And that friend, I then pay them oh, you pay just them the money for the bills. Covered everything else. <laughs> yeah. Okay. And if they'd go, hey, it's not fair that I take care of all the bills, I'd go, cool, I'll pay X amount extra a month for you to do for the work that you do for that, so I never have to do it. Well, <laughs> I could always say I could always give you some tips because I've been managing my budget for the house for mm-hmm. uh like about a year now. So I've gotten yeah. pretty good at it. Um okay. just, just open yourself up a fucking Google Docs and write down the dates that shits do and then like oh no it was actually pretty fantastic that i was setting all my stuff up today to let me choose the date so i've put in two like two of my biggest bills are going to come out the day i get paid so i'll just never even see it well (laughs) and that's what i want (laughs) i mean you got to make sure you balance the shit out though you don't want to just like have your two biggest bills so that the first half of that week or whatever month part of the month that is um sometimes Mm -hmm. you want to separate them to two different pay do you get paid once a month oh no over in the uk it's a monthly oh so it's, it's pretty much every company pays monthly it's just once a month then not not yeah. okay okay then it doesn't matter yeah yeah it, <laughs> yeah, it does not matter then but yeah because yeah. i was gonna say at least over here when we get paid you know once every two weeks uh you yeah. have to split things up a little bit and balance things a little bit more but yeah. if you just get paid I'd once say, a month it's a little easier when i was in the states i struggled a lot more with uh with like um how much I got paid because of that. Yeah. Yeah. I think there is like, there is something a kind of almost better about just being like two weeks from payday and you're, you're like, well, I have 50 pounds. Guess that's going to have to work. Right. Yeah. <laughs> two weeks. I was going to say. And like, you just end up spending better because for that last two weeks, especially because I make sure to put money in my savings and I have a decent savings. And it's at the end of the month, I'm always like, guys, I'm broke. And it's not that I'm broke. It's just that I know that I shouldn't dip into yeah, that savings. Yeah. So I'll just be mad at myself later. Exactly. Um, exactly. Yeah. Uh, but, uh, I got to I got to change my budget up a little bit here because mm. the electricity costs a lot more here. <laughs> um, mm. We're spending two hundred dollars a month on electricity right now. Wow. Yeah, it's fucking it's a lot. That's it's like as much as it I was might... when I had a fucking nineteen hundred square foot house. <laughs> My electricity bill is pretty low, which is pretty good. And it's because I'm never here. Yeah. Like you, when you think nine to five, Monday through Friday, mm-hmm. I'm at work. Uh, Monday, I maybe use my computer, but Tuesday, I go to town to play Magic the Gathering. Yeah. I play, uh, go for a little commander night. Yeah. Um, and then Wednesday, generally have something going on. Thursday, I go play Yu Gi Oh! Friday, I probably go to the pub with like some friends. Yeah. Saturday, I'm probably going to the pub some, with some friends. And then Sunday is like this day, which is, you know, when, when I when I record. So yeah. the amount of time that I'm actually home is pretty low. Yeah, we're home a lot. And Hannah's home all day right now because she was going mm-hmm. to school online. She's about to graduate, too, by the way. Oh, shit. Yeah, she uh, did a double What's major. She, um, she is getting two degrees. One, uh, they're both okay. associates, one in uh, psychology and another in, I think it's like, uh, like general science or something like that. Uh, hold on, let me ask. You. Okay. Hey, hey babe, yeah. what's your other degree in? <laughs> Biology. Oh, okay. 
Yeah, yeah. Biology is what her other degree is. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just keeping that in because that's great. Yeah, that, yeah, was yeah. Fun, that was really funny. <laughs> just, hey. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, no, she's she's graduating with an associate's in psychology and, and biology. So that's that's fun. That's mm. really fun. Yeah. She's been having a blast. That's also yeah, fucking good on her. That's awesome. Yeah, no, she's been having a blast with psychology. Um, you know, it added a little bit more to her workload, but I think overall she had mm-hmm. fun with it. Um, yeah, because you know, I mean, she's not going to go into psychology, but it's it's nice to have a basis of psychology because she's been doing a lot of like self reflection, um, mm-hmm. and I think it's it's really like opened her eyes to like understanding herself and others a lot more. Yeah, and I think that's really okay. cool. I, I like psychology too. I just like anything that's like a like a social study. You know, like things like um like uh what is it anthropology or even sociology i like that shit a lot because people are fucking weird yeah but yeah people are weird. yeah so she was she was getting into that and um biology obviously because she wants to go into animal sciences and stuff like that she wants to do like nutrition okay. so it's it's right up there but yeah animal nutrition so she's gonna be the vet who's like your cat's fat you need to stop feeding it i'm like no. but it's cuter when it's fat she's not gonna be a vet she's gonna be the nutritionist <laughs> she'll probably like inform yeah. vets on like what a good diet is supposed to be or whatever yeah. really what she wants to do though oh excuse me she wants to go work for like purina or some shit like that work for purina oh yeah that's a cat food thing yeah yeah i mean purina doesn't just make cat food it makes food for horses cows dogs cats fucking literally everything um so she wants to go there and work under them and help develop you know maybe a couple of different types of recipes for like the best possible uh diet for maybe this type of cat or you know more targeted diets for cats who are one obese or cats who are uh having urinary tract infections or you know whatever just like you can go a lot of different routes with it just formulating the specific diet for certain issues or or just to have general wellness for your animal you know because a lot of people just feed their their animals shit because it's cheap (laughs) and you know it's really not good for them (laughs) so she wants to try to help it's a weird kind of concept that i think people don't think about is that uh, when we eat food mm-hmm. we're like oh let's you now shake it up a little bit let's do this or oh you know i've i've had a lot of this recently i need to maybe add a little bit more of this in my diet and then we just fucking go to our cat and we give them the same fucking can we've been giving them for three years yeah <laughs> and they love it just that they they freak out over it every time <laughs> yeah there's they're yeah, like oh well, fuck that's my favorite how did you know it's like yeah bro i i got you <laughs> I got you, homie. I still just never understand people being like, oh, I, d- I don't get that one for the cat because uh, he doesn't really like it. Well, some cats are like, picky, yeah. I don't know if you're aware, but uh, the cat doesn't have a fucking choice. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, some cats will starve themselves. My fucking dog, when we first got her, mm-hmm. she would starve herself. And Really? Yeah, it was so annoying. If you didn't get, like, the right food. I literally I switched food on her, like, eight times the first time we had her because she was wow. so picky. Well, she was very nervous, too. That's called survival of the fucking fittest. Too bad you're going to die. <laughs> Dude, we can't just have our dog die. We just paid $50 for her. Okay. I'm going to get my money's worth. $50? I'm going to get my money's worth, bro. <laughs> That's at least two hours of fun time. <laughs> it's at least eight years, so. Eight oh, years? That's a fucking super cheap investment. Jesus. But, uh, no, dude. So we, sh- we changed her food like eight times because the bitch wasn't eating. Yeah. And, um. 
we uh, eventually she got Get fucking it? the bitch exactly wasn't eating. Bitch. This is appropriate term. You can't be mad yeah, at me, feminists. <laughs> <laughs> no, but um, so we we had a switcher food because she would eat it because it was new, and then she after she got used to it, she would stop eating it. I was like, you know what? We are gonna just f- stick to one. And we're just going to wait her ass out. She doesn't want to fucking eat. She's not going to eat. So we would give her her food for like 30 minutes. And then if she didn't touch it, we took it away to show her that if you're hungry, you need to eat within this allotted time. Otherwise, you're not going to eat. And eventually she, you know, got used to us and she got used to that type of being fed. So she got used. Sometimes she does Mm. skip breakfast or dinner. Just depends on her mood. She's a weirdo still. But uh, she'll still eat, though, which is good. Um, she's now I'm hungry. We're talking about food so much. Oh, dude, I'm drinking. I'm drinking a full throttle right now, so it's curbed my appetite. But uh, I yeah. was gonna run to the shop and get a energy drink, mm-hmm. and then I ended up being kind of like sucked into a video that I was watching for a long time, oh, yeah. and then realized the time, and I was like, ah, oh, fuck. Was it Christian? Was it Christian documentary? It was by Gina it Samuel was, no, two point one. Uh, it was. Uh, I think I mentioned the person on the channel before. It's uh, this. Um, uh, gentleman on YouTube called Bald and Bankrupt. Oh yeah, yeah, actually, yeah, and I mentioned him. I haven't finished the video, but it's him in Ukraine, like oh, uh, the day before shit pops off. Oh shit! So like last Thursday, so I haven't finished the video to find out if he like was like, "Oh guys, I'm leaving now because shit's popping off," or if he just like left and then happened to the next day. Well, dude, they were holding. Okay, so now off. we're getting on the Ukraine shit. They were, yeah, we'll get on They the were Ukraine holding shit. on to like. Everyone would age 18 to 60, all males. So, like, he needed to get the fuck out of there if he wasn't probably going to end up being kept there. (laughs) Yeah, well, I mean, he's a British citizen, so they couldn't conscript him. I don't know, man. I don't know. I wouldn't fucking take the chance is all I'm saying. (laughs) That's fair. That's fair. (laughs) Yeah. Um, But, yeah, and it it was just – it's just – it's quite sad. I think it's – obviously, it was unfortunate because – the way that videos work is it didn't come out beforehand. So it, came it just ended after, up being yeah. him, you know, ma- having to edit the video afterward and just watching it with retrospective of he gets into the taxi and he's like, so what do you think if is if, is there going to be a war? And he's like, oh, man, I don't I don't know. And he's like, what are you going to do? And he like if there is and he just kind of like s- the taxi driver is just like silent for a while. And he's like, just depends on what, what kind of war it ends up being. Yeah, I mean. <laughs> And it's I think a lot of people like are this lady who's like super happy and excited. And she's like, I love my country. I love and I'll die for fucking Ukraine. Yeah, And I totally get that. Like, I totally understand yeah. that sentiment, you know. Yeah. And it, it must be so hard for a lot of those people to leave their homeland, you know, where their fathers have died for, you know, their mothers have yeah. lived and sacrificed for. So it's just like it's real sad to see that leaving one's homeland like that. And not because you want to, but because you're fucking forced to. But that's the thing. Nobody at this point, I don't. There's no forcing. It's, it's people who want to flee. Well, that's what I'm saying. They, that's still not really a choice, though, dude. Like, I guess it's still but, being forced because you, there's an yeah. invader, and you have to flee for your life. So it's still, I would still consider that being forced out of your country. You know yeah, I, mean? I don't know. I have just a sentiment of. Just stay and fight. What's the point of leaving? But women and children, like who really can't do that? No, children, so well. sure. Um, but I mean, they'd like, stand a better yeah, chance. Just able-bodied person. Yeah, but 
Yeah. You still have to have the, the people to take care of the children. Remember the scene in Lord of the Rings, Two Towers, where they give the 12 year old a sword? <laughs> That's what I want them to do now. I'm sure there are kids who stayed back, like 16 year olds yeah, who want to fight. Yeah. Like, yeah. I told, I bet you there is. I wouldn't doubt yeah. it. I mean, the fucking president, I saw your fucking post on Instagram, by the way. Yeah. Um, that, dude, so uh, Hannah brought this up, <clears throat> and I forgot about this. But what? the Ukrainian president was the very same guy that Trump was trying to, to hold. Uh, resources and funds from in order to get Mm -hmm. him to investigate Biden or some shit like that. He's the same guy. And he was like, uh, no. Yeah. It was Zelensky. Oh yeah, it was. Cause that was 2020. Cause Zelensky was, yeah. Yeah. And he was like, 2017. Yeah. He was like, nah, bro, I ain't going to do that shit. So he was, he's a fucking unwavering man. Yeah. It's honestly probably the reason why things have escalated the way they have since 2014 is because since he's been elected, he's been kind of like, he, I mean, he, he it's weird because he's kind of like what I think people wanted Donald Trump to be. Yeah. He was an actor, comedian. <laughs> Shut the fuck up. Uh, and then he, I'm, I'm not fucking That's shitting in, you. Are he, he was a comedian? A TV show. He starred in a what TV show about a guy who was like a teacher, I think, and then became the president. Wow. Okay. <laughs> And then he was like, oh, I do it well enough on TV. Might as well just try and be the real president. <laughs> and he did. And he ran on this uh, like kind of concept of like, I'm not the establishment. I'll I'll drain out all the corruption that's currently in Ukraine. Uh, that is kind of what they wanted Trump to be. That's true. That's very true. Yeah. Except so, this guy seems like he's been more legit. He, yeah. <laughs> and I think that's one of the reasons why we're seeing what's happening now is because he is actually trying to he is someone in power who will actually start putting these steps in forward i think for ukraine to start relying more on nato and the eu as opposed to russia but yeah that was pissing and russia so, off right like we were doing a little yeah. bit of re- what little bit of fucking research we were doing to try to figure out and and decipher the situation because i mean it's not like i really pay attention to hardcore over uh <laughs> you know international affairs like that okay. but um yeah, so so apparently Russia has just had their claws on Ukraine for like a long time, kind of preventing yeah. them from getting into the EU and NATO. And yeah. it seems like it's all been premeditated and eventually leading up to this because this is what they wanted. So I think what they wanted is a situation like and what they their end goal right now mm-hmm. is a situation like Belarus, where it's essentially just a vassal puppet government that does what Putin. That's does. exactly what they're trying to do. Yeah, that's that's yeah. what they're trying to. That's why they're trying to take after the the capital. That, yeah, yeah. That's why if it, this had only to do with the separatist regions, there'd be no reason for them to be sieging uh, Kiev right now. Mm-hmm. Yeah, which that was that was uh, something I learned about recently. <laughs> yeah, because I just kept hearing all these news reporters be like. Uh, you know, sirens blare in the streets of Kiev. Yeah. And I'm like, Kiev, it's Kiev. <laughs> and then I looked it up and apparently like 2015, it was always put down as Kiev for like English speaking world and a lot of other languages. And in like 2015, Ukraine was like, hey, guys, could you maybe pronounce our capital correctly? That's nice. I like that. <laughs> you know? Yeah. <laughs> it's like that conversation we had about you, like yeah. Deutschland and Germany. <laughs> like, why? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah I like that, though. Um but yeah, dude, it's fucking nuts. And and because they're it's not part nuts. of like the the allies, there's yeah. really so little it's we the can thing do. That, <laughs> yeah. 
It's and it's not so much that there's so little we can do in terms of they're not an ally yet, but also the thing that I think a lot of people don't understand of we're like why isn't Britain getting involved? Why isn't the U.S. getting involved? Oh, I could give you if, plenty of reasons why. <laughs> yeah. Well, no, the the main reason is because NATO agreement. The second mm-hmm. uh, the U.S. go to war there and then are attacked by Russian military, bro, that's World NATO war alliance three. kicks in. Yeah. Yeah, NATO alliance kicks in, and then all the NATO countries have to go. Yeah. In. So even if, say, Biden wanted to, the rest of NATO are like, I don't know, we're not really sure if we want to f- have all that war with that's Russia. That's what right I'm now. saying, though. Like, like that's 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 a that's probably the biggest reason why we won't go yeah. in. But also another thing is like, I don't really think, at least the sentiment I get from the United States, at least the citizens, we mm-hmm. don't really want to be losing anybody in any foreign wars at at the moment like we've had enough of that yeah. for the past 20 years the fucking the mm-hmm. shit show over in the middle east that happened recently the, nobody wants to send anybody overseas right now to go fight in a war um yeah especially I for another the, country other than our own yeah. you know so i think the sentiment over here is different yeah i was curious um, what the british perspective was on this because i was trying to look up other perspectives when looking yeah. at the news because i was like okay hold on maybe i'm not reading this right uh, is Russia actually invading? Um, it took like yeah. a day before, you know, I think it was on Friday that it was like absolutely official. They are. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I don't even think it was Friday. It was fucking Thursday for me that I I was like Thursday deciding whether or not I even go to like play Yu-Gi-Oh or if I go start stocking up on canned goods. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, this is crazy. I think the sentiment that's different here that's different from the U.S. is that. Even though it's Ukraine, it's a foreign soil country. It's it's three thousand miles away. Yeah, uh, if if that. Yeah, it's still this concept that is thrown around a lot in in British news media, which is war in there is war in Europe. Yeah, which means one thing to everyone in the in Europe, which is remember World War Two. Yeah, well, they had it the worst, <laughs> didn't they? What Britain? No, like Europe in general, like the land. Oh was yeah, Europe ravaged. in general had. Yeah, yeah, Europe was pretty fucked. But so I mean it's 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 not a question of is Putin invading Ukraine. It's where when does you when does Putin stop? Yeah. So that's what for someone who's living here, and I'd say for most British people, it's it's a question of we have to push back because if we don't, where where does what's what border what country does he go to next in which we go Okay, maybe that's a bit too far. Isn't that what happened with uh, Germany, too? That's what happened with fucking Hitler. Yeah, exactly. He took over the nearby country, and they didn't really put up a fight, and there it goes. Yeah. Yeah, Yeah. and for the same reason. he was uh, Germany invaded the Sudetenland in Czechoslovakia because there was ethnic Germans there that he wanted to protect. Yes. Yeah, you're totally right. That is right. lo and behold, Vladimir Putin is invading because Because there's there's Russian populations. That's exactly right, um, yeah. In Donbask, and I don't remember the name of the mm. other region. Whatever the fuck his excuse is, you know, it's just like ridiculous. Yeah, the, the answer is it's excuse. Yeah, it's, it's excuse. so nuts, man. Like, I remember because I was seeing memes for like the past month about shit like that. I've seen streamers yeah. as well, like Ukrainian streamers on, on like Twitch and shit talking about, yeah. you know, how they're a bit nervous and that uh, they hope nothing goes wrong, you know. And then all of a sudden shit hits the fan Thursday and... You know, it's fucking crazy. Yeah. Like, I think the thing that I saw that that was just the most like fuck mm-hmm. uh, 
was there was like a and again this is translated so whether or not like subtitles so whether or not the subtitles are absolutely accurate and not just bullshit i actually don't know but i think it's a cool story anyway mm. um and it's these 13 dudes on a on an island south of odessa ukraine yeah. in the in the black sea um and apparently the russian warship like comes up and they're like uh Surrender, put down your weapons, come outside, and we won't sh- blow up the island. Damn. And you just hear one of the, like, guys, and again, it's subtitled, so I don't know exactly what he says. Mm-hmm. But he just goes, well, sounds like it's going to be it, boys. Should I tell them to go fuck themselves? <laughs> <laughs> and they go, yeah. God damn. And he just dude. goes, Russian warship, go fuck yourself. And then the island gets blown oh, up. Oh, <laughs> no. That's insane, dude. And I'm like, this is so sad, but what a fucking way yeah, to go. Yeah, right? That's what I'm saying. Like, damn, um, he should have just, you know, pulled his pants down and rubbed one out real quick. Just uh, even more of a fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> Were you drinking something? Are you good? Yeah, I, was, I, had a, I had a bit of beer in my mouth at that point. <laughs> I thought that would have been a pretty good fuck you to like, you know, take your dick yeah. out to the warship. But um, yeah. yeah, that was... I, I know there's a lot of Russians who are against the whole thing, but I mean, every country has, you know, protesters who are against whatever war their country's in. But I I think I wonder what they're like, why they are against it. I'm curious what it is. Like, are they afraid of mutually assured destruction and the possibility of the European Union and and NATO getting involved? Like, is that what their fear is? What is it? Um, So they're against the war. From the only perspective that I can really give for it is from a girl that I follow on YouTube oh, yeah. uh, and Instagram. I forget. She's changed her name since Thursday, funny enough, because <laughs> um, her channel name was Yeah Russia. Oh, no. <laughs> and uh, she, she like then put I just saw like on Thursday, like a, an Instagram post that was just her being like, <clears throat> I've always kind of not really liked how my name's affiliated with the country. But given the current circumstance, I'm going to change. It. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, and she was saying that. Uh, obviously, we we get the news report that we get is that there's propaganda. The propaganda the Russian government is putting out is that Ukraine are basically fascist Nazis who hate Russians and want ethnic purity of Ukrainians within Ukraine. Oh, Jesus. Um, but then so that's like, a, oh, that's you know, maybe what they believe. Mm. But at the same time, this girl was saying like. That we don't believe that. Like nobody watches Russian t- television and believes what's coming out of it isn't just nonsense that Putin told them to say. I mean, shit, you'd be she, you'd be surprised though. <laughs> yeah, you'd be surprised. Yeah. But basically, she was saying like, you know, we're aware that our elections are fake. We're aware that like uh, all this propaganda comes out. And she goes, and she was just saying like, basically. But at the end of the day, it's we're not in a position where in, where we're in a democracy they're not in a democracy they're in a situation where regardless of what their opinions are of what the government do they continue to do them and you can't have change in this country because it doesn't matter what you think should change you're not in charge yeah yeah it's almost turning into a dictatorship it sounds it's not almost it's been a dictatorship since um Fucking Putin. <laughs> oh, I, yeah, I'd say more realistically since the last time he was voted in as president. Yeah, because there was that time that he was like president, then became prime minister, then he became president, and then uh, yeah, there was that fucking song and dance he did where uh, he had like another politician suggest that Putin's doing such a great job that they should extend how long someone can be president. Mm-hmm. 
And then he came in and was like, oh, thank I'm so touched. <laughs> uh, I'll let you guys vote on it, though, because, you know, it comes down to what you guys want to do. Yeah. Uh, I'm just I'm just a man of the people. And then he walked out and they all vote, unanimously voted or something like that. Jesus Christ. I, you know, I'm sure if one person didn't vote that way, they're probably not alive now. <laughs> um, it's a fucking. Yeah. yeah, it's it's scary. It's like the new type of dictatorship that we're seeing in the yeah. in this this decade, in this century. <clears throat> yeah. False, false democracies it's yeah. like the um i said this for and this will slightly segue to what we're going to talk about uh, the film mm. um i remember when the belarusian election happened yeah. and it was like 92 percent or something like that voted yes for this guy and i was like if you're gonna rig an election don't make it fucking so obvious 92 <laughs> percent. make it be like Oh, guys, it was a tough one. It was 55 to, to you know, to to 50 to 45. Yeah, so yeah. Uh, he's in, but, you know, it was a tough one. Like, I and I said, uh, just think back to, like, I think back to, like, Julius Caesar. Mm. And there's the famous scene that happens in the Shakespeare play. Yeah. We'll segue there in a second. <laughs> uh, but also, ha- like, reportedly happened in real life, which was, like, Julius Caesar was presented a crown. Mm-hmm. And then, like, the audience, like, you know, were, were like, oh, yeah, we want you to be our king. We want you to be our emperor. Yeah. And he was like, oh, no, I can't. Um, and then they were like, oh, you're so fucking humble. <laughs> uh, and I was like, this is – that's that's good fake, like, democracy. Yeah. Because it's kind of considered that that was likely orchestrated by him. Yeah, yeah, that's what I heard. Because two things we – two that. outcomes could have happened from it. He could have become the emperor mm-hmm. or – he just gets to look like a really down to earth guy. Yeah, like either way, it's good. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's crazy. And that's why nine, just going ninety two percent of the country voted for this person is like, come on, fucking. <laughs> yeah, dude, that's <laughs> at least try. It's ridiculous, but yeah, man, it's fucking nuts. We, the, I think the whole world is really just watching right now and, and hoping that you know Ukraine yeah. can hold out. I mean, we all know they. I mean, it's fucking Russia. They're probably not going to be able to hold out. That's the like, thing is they did a, such a good job their first few days and yet somehow they haven't taken Kiev. Yeah. And it's like, okay, that's that's a start. Yeah, it that's is. A start. It is a start. But also <laughs> Russia is not really pushing, I don't think, as hard as they can. I think they weren't. I, I mean, you say weren't. that, but they took a country in two days. I know, <laughs> but I just think they, they weren't expecting this much resistance. I really don't think they were. Because mm. like. Maybe. They're literally handing out weapons to their citizens, you know, fully automatic yeah. rifles and ammunition. So, but they've had they've been building military on the border of Ukraine and 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 yeah, in the yeah, yeah. border with Belarus since like September. Yeah, yeah. It's like you have to think this is probably a good amount of what they have. I think it was just a go. show of force. With a good amount of people stationed, staring at Alaska, going any moment. Well, see, that's my point. <laughs> I think it's just a show of force in order to. Make yeah. them surrender easier. You know, sometimes they they do that. Yeah. Um, mm. You know that famous line: uh, "Speak softly, but with a big stick." Um, that's yeah. why I think he showed up with his military on sea and land. So I think he really yeah. was trying to intimidate, and it probably doesn't want a whole lot of blood loss, a lot of bloodshed. But I mean, it's it's getting there because Ukraine ain't yeah, ain't it's starting to rank. Ukraine ain't fucking you know giving up that easily. They they seem to be quite proud yeah. people, and you know, power to them. I totally understand that, um, but it's it's yeah. There, if it keeps going how it's going to go, and it's just going to keep escalating, and it's going to get bad for them. I mean, they've yeah. already blown up. Apparently, have you heard about the orphanage that they're trying to 
get evidence for and and like charge Russia with war crimes because apparently they've blown up an orphanage. Yeah, really? and, and some of the bombings. So it's fucking. Well, I mean, I've already seen. Uh, so I'll just I'll just let people know now that what I'm about to describe is pretty fucked up and not good. Yeah. So if you want, skip ahead for a little bit. I've already seen a video that of these people who just had like their phone. They're recording the streets below, yeah. and a Russian tank just was going down one of the streets. Oh, you're talking about the car? And, uh, yeah, yeah, I saw that. And just flattened the car. Yeah, a dude who was driving in the car just, f- yeah. like, aggressively hit that car and flattened it. Yeah. yeah. Clearly killing whoever was inside, whether yeah. it be soldiers or civilian. Hopefully, at the, at the, you know, the 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 best case scenario, as shitty as it is, is one fucking driver. Yeah, I hope I <laughs> hope the they died instantly, scenario. whoever the people were, because, you know, that's that's yeah. what I the only thing I can really hope for. Um, yeah. But the sad thing is, it looked like they were just trying to flee. Yeah. Um, and it's sad. And then you see the, if you watch the v- video like further on, like there's, you just see this car that's coming around. It's kind of, it's it's not funny, but it's just like interesting to watch yeah. people react in a car. Mm-hmm. And like it's, it's the person's pulling and they're in the lane to go down that street mm-hmm. on the roundabout. And they just like fucking jerk to the other way and continue on the roundabout. Oh, <laughs> they like, they just see the tank and they're like, nope. Yeah, nope, yeah. Don't nope, even nope, fucking nope. try, man. Like, yeah. this is Russia we're talking about. This is yeah. war. Like, yeah. there's, yeah. I mean, it's that's crazy. the thing. It de- I don't have confirmation that that's a civilian vehicle that they hit. But at the same time, like, and I'm sure, you know, if the Russian state media would probably say that there was soldiers in there mm-hmm. um yeah and it's hard to know who's who's right those were terrorists Reese. Kinda, they're terrorists come on it it kind of looked kind of looked like a civilian it car. did it looked like a civilian vehicle but it could have been occupied by soldiers who knows um it, it really technically everybody's a fucking soldier at technically this point. everyone anyone who's but, left in the country you know who hasn't been able to flee is technically a soldier at this point at least in the eyes of yeah. the enemy you know mm-hmm. and um it's just it's it's nuts man like it it's already getting to that point where they're basically attacking on site, like, like, damn, things are getting bad and it's only going to get worse because the country is not giving up. And these people don't want to give up their yeah. country to Russia. They, they fucking hate Russia. So, yeah, it's uh, it's crazy. It's nuts. So, um, yeah, shall we move on from this depressing talk topic <laughs> and move on to um, move on to uh, let's see what, what else? There was something else I wanted to talk about, I think. Yeah. Oh, not the film? <laughs> oh, yeah. This is a podcast about film, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, it is. I, I briefly mentioned William Shakespeare in hopes of segueing from there, but then we just delved down the fucking doom scroll rabbit hole. I mean, I haven't really so. been able to talk to anybody too too much about this situation. And like I said, I really, really? wanted another perspective. Because, uh, yeah, I've just yeah. been talking to my wife about it, and our perspectives are pretty limited being over here in America. Mm-hmm. I mean, we obviously yeah. hate Russia. We've been hating Russia for... Yeah. A long ass fucking time. Yeah, <laughs> pretty much since after World War Two, we've hated yeah. Russia. <laughs> I guess it's interesting to think because I, you make a good point that I never thought mm. of. Which, again, my perspective is it's essentially next door. Yeah, it really is. <laughs> and for you, it's not. So America, you know, for the idea of America is getting in, America getting involved, maybe would seem silly. I mean, but it's, for us, it's like yeah. I highly doubt it's it. It's like well, it's not silly. It's it's the same thing with Germany is. In World War Two, is if you keep letting them take piece by piece, at what point do they own the world? Mm-hmm. Yeah, and uh, over here in America, if if we get involved, man, that's it. That's the fucking. That's when shit is really, really hitting the fan globally. And because uh, yeah. if we have to come all the way over fucking seas, you know, like I mean, even if you guys get involved, like it's almost 
it's just you know it doesn't take much more for us to be there right next to you guys it's crazy and then you know china fucking north korea it will literally be the next world war and that's you know what i heard that was crazy sorry to continue going on this topic but it really made sense but like i saw this quote that was i don't know what weapons will be fought with world war three but I do know that World War Four will be fought with sticks and stones. Wow. It's just nuts because, like, yeah, I think I think the next whatever the next war is, in, like the World War, it's gonna be fucking. It's gonna be a fucking doozy. <laughs> yeah. So I'm thinking of moving to the the hills of Armenia. <laughs> I know, right? I'm like, where should where's the best place for me to bunker down? Because, like, right now I'm in the capital of fucking uh, Ohio. You don't want to be in the yeah. capital of anywhere. <laughs> I don't know. I still, I still keep making the joke, and I kind of still think it's true. It's like I just have this image of like somebody being like Putin. I, th- I think we should nuke Cardiff. <laughs> he'd be like, "Where's that?" Yeah. And they'd be like, "It's in Wales." And he's be like, "Wales?" And they're like, "Oh, it's it's in England." He's like, "Oh, by London, got it." <laughs> <laughs> yeah, dude. I mean, that's totally true. <laughs> I I did go on a website. That was like, uh, and I was like doing it at work and somebody at work was like, I bet you this site has the most fucking views it's ever gotten in its entire life. This like today, mm. uh, cause it's a website that shows you how big blast radius. Oh dude, you're right. <laughs> and, uh, I looked and I think if Bristol gets hit, I should be fine. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> and I think that let's be honest, they're more likely to hit Bristol than me. Yeah. I think they're definitely going to hit the capitals. Um, maybe not every single capital, but like probably yeah. most on the East Coast here and then on the West Coast. I think Central America or sorry, Central uh, United States Damn. would be the least likely to get hit because there's nothing like time to move to Iowa. Let me go to Oklahoma. <laughs> no, Iowa is still pretty, pretty uh, far out east. What about it's, go to Montana then? Montana. Yeah, that sounds like, you know, what, who the fuck would hit Montana? Wilderness, big mountains. Yeah. Yeah. Let me just go there. What are they going to hit? Fucking. It starts with an R. <laughs> the capital of Montana. Yeah, you can't even I'm think sorry, of it. See? <laughs> I don't even know, dude. But yeah, yeah I think. Uh, God, it's actually a cool capital name, I feel like, if I'm remembering correctly. We'd have to we'd have to move out. All right. Stay in no capital. Yeah. I mean, you could always move to West Wales. Better probably get hit with the fucking debris from Dublin. To be fair at that point. Dude. <laughs> I, I don't know if there'd even be airfare out there. <laughs> I don't even know if there would be any like uh, planes going overseas if shit was going all out. <laughs> no, I meant like like beforehand. No, West Wales as yeah. Well, I mean West Wales. I just have to fucking like. Oh, there. you should move. Day. I thought you were telling me <laughs> yeah. to move. I was like, who are you talking? Oh about? Yeah, no, yeah, no. You go to Montana. I'll go to West yeah. Wales. We'll do the podcast from there. Yeah, I mean, shit, man. Yeah, I think it'll work. <laughs> Well, we'll yeah. have to do. I mean, uh, but then there's also the point where I just go. I mean, is this the the moment in in history where I go? Well, guess I'm gonna go fucking get a gun. Yeah, I mean, I <laughs> and, got a couple. Uh, I just need a rifle. <laughs> yeah, I meant like joining the military. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know, man. Because if it does come close to, I did make the joke. I was like, if conscription happens here in the in the UK, I will. Avoid it, fly home to the U.S. and join the U.S. military because they have a lot more money. I'm willing to fight for them. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like, I, I'm not going to the poorly fucking underfunded managed U.K. military. Dude. <laughs> That's how I die. I mean, I, yeah, I heard I heard the British took fuck tons of casualties during World War II. 
yeah. like a shit ton. So yeah, yeah. Let's go to go to the old U.S. and I'll just pilot a drone. It's fine. Yeah, yeah. You can become a drone pilot. That, I think that's in the Air Force. So you know, okay. Kind of, Interesting. Good luck getting in though. <laughs> They'll yeah. probably want to put you in the army. They'll probably tell they you. Desperate. You never know. Probably tell you uh, because of the situation, you don't have a choice on choosing what your job is. So you're going to what the needs of the army is. <laughs> I'd be like, as long as it's not the Marines, that's fine. No, no, no. They probably wouldn't put you in the Marines, but yeah, you got to be a special kind of crazy to join them. Um, yeah. I believe it. I know, I'm not going to make that. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, it's fucking. Um, it's fucking interesting. I was thinking about that too. I, I don't know if I'd join back up or not i i don't know how i'd yeah. feel about it. it it all depends on the situation it really does because mm. fucking yeah. yeah i don't exactly like that fucking die. cab driver yeah <laughs> you know it's a. Uh, that's the thing is it's it, you know you don't want to die but at the same time i do want to fight kind of i want to support yeah. you know i want to support but i don't yeah. know if i want to die so i probably stick to what i currently do um which is mm. being on the medical side of things i want to help people yeah. so and i cool. think that's a good way to do it um yeah. So I'll be the barbarian, you'll be a cleric. <laughs> uh, we just need a wizard. <laughs> we just need a wizard. And, that's the Air Force, bro. And then probably like a rogue, to be fair. A rogue. So that, that's the SEAL Team yeah. 6. <laughs> yeah. That's, we're good. Yeah. We got a full fucking D&D team. <laughs> oh, man. But yes, Macbeth. <laughs> oh, yeah, the tragedy of Macbeth. Macbeth. Yeah, dude. Um, I remember reading that book in school, and I think it was in Stengel, mm-hmm. Stengel's class, actually, that we read that. Yeah. Um, yeah. yeah I, was, I remember enjoying reading it. Uh, and I always find it so impressive when I watch these actors do these Shakespearean roles and plays uh, mm-hmm. in like a movie setting. Um, yeah. it, it really just impresses me just to see... Like, how well can they deliver this shit that makes almost no mm. sense in today's <laughs> fucking regular speech, you know? Like, yeah. how well can you I'd say the message the, and convey the emotion? Yeah, just to just to say it off the bat, Denzel Washington fucking knocked oh, down. Oh, man, bar. yes, he did. Like, And so did Francis McDormand. His performance and... Um, I always forget his goddamn name. You know, in The Lighthouse, Willem Dafoe. Willem Dafoe and Denzel's performance in those respective movies, you know, uh, Denzel in this one and Willem Dafoe in The Lighthouse, fucking killed it, man. Like, holy shit. Are you just just comparing two black and white weird films? No, I mean, like, I've never (laughs) seen these types of acting. Like, it's rare that you see this kind of acting with this kind of, um, I guess it's like the settings uh, and they yeah. just they, they feel so because I'm immersed when I watch them. When I watch Denzel yeah. on the screen um, in this specific movie, like I really don't care for him and other things. I mean, like things like Manchurian Candidate, I kind of like that movie, but it's still kind of yeah. lame. Um, I loathe Man on Fire. I I don't think for I watched like it. the main reason of somewhere in that film mm-hmm. is a decent film, and the editor just fucking oh, ruined really? it. Oh really? Goddamn. <laughs> Yeah, but it's just like early two thousands, like quick cuts all the time. Yeah, it's an action and movie. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, but but it's like during random scenes, like he'll be just like thinking about things, and like the camera's like cutting and this and this and this and this, and I'm like, fucking, give me a mo- give me. He's supposed to be sad in this moment. I don't feel sad because you're making my head. Hurt. Oh, he's like cutting that much. It's an it's a fucking nuts. So film. I think it's funny. I don't recommend watching it, but I think you should watch it just to understand what I mean. I think it's funny since. Uh, the tragedy of Macbeth here, the Apple one. Um, yeah. 
is like the opposite of that. <laughs> There's yeah, no, the very long shots, I, and they are yeah. very, very good with suspense. I said it when I saw the trailer, mm-hmm. but it, it was just 100% more watching the film. It was literally just like... Joel Cohen didn't make this movie. The spirit of Igmar Bergman just like possessed him <laughs> and was like, I need to make one more film. And then he like made this because it just looks like an Igmar Bergman film, like spot yeah. on, which is perfect. And I love you it. You know, the lighthouse and, and this film do kind of feel very similar as well. Maybe that's why I was comparing the two, but mm-hmm. just like those, that acting that I was talking about, this, the immersion that those actors mm. were really giving me is what I appreciate the most when yeah. it comes to an actor. It's like, can you immerse yeah. me in the moment? Like even, even in mm. films with like, um, like, sorry, uh, what was that that we were watching? Um, the guy who did Eraserhead. His name escapes me right now. Uh, David yeah, Lynch. Even, even David Lynch <laughs> films, like those actors, as wild as the scenario and situation yeah. may be, they still somehow manage to immerse you in the situation. Like with the fucking cowboy yeah. dude. Like, what the fuck? It's weird and it's jarring, yeah. but you're immersed. And I fucking love yeah. shit like that. Kyle McLaughlin is good for that. Oh, yes. I think I've I've not really enjoyed him in films where he's supposed to be a normal guy. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Like, I think he's really good at exactly what David Lynch does. Mm -hmm. And I love it. It's so good. Um, But yeah, dude, it's just I I really I I really appreciate. And that's that's how you can tell it's a good actor or at least they're good for that role. Because sometimes, you know, actors will do that in one movie and then not in the other. So it all depends on a number of things like director actor and just like the role in general sometimes they just have more charisma with that specific type of role yeah. like i liked like the guy who played i liked the guy who played mcduff i thought he did a really good job of conveying the like emotion like him him talking about his like fucking family being dead that was good like i like he's that scene. yeah i liked that scene a lot yeah. Um, and the shot of the kid being just like fucking tossed. Dude, it was, it was a hilarious. little funny. <laughs> I was like, oh, damn. Okay, he's <laughs> killing the kid. And he's just like, ah, yeah. slow motion too, dude. It was kind of funny. <laughs> oh, my God. My favorite. So my favorite rendition of Macbeth that I wish was. Uh, mm. Oh, no, no, I wasn't. I don't think it was Macbeth. I think it was um, Hamlet. Uh, I wish this was a real movie. But in in the movie Last Action Hero with Arnold Schwarzenegger. Uh, he's he's yeah. playing, you know, it's like he's playing himself as a movie yeah. star, and he plays in a movie. There's a movie preview in that movie of him in a movie called Hamlet, and uh, it's basically Arnold in Hamlet, and he's like to be or not to be, and then he starts fucking shooting people with machine guns, <laughs> like. <laughs> I want to see that. You're about to give like, I thought you were about to be like my favorite version of shake of Macbeth is uh, the Royal Shakespeare Company uh, production from 2008. It's just so on the nose and so (laughs) poignant, and and instead it's fucking horrible. No, I actually do really like that one. You're talking about the one with uh, uh, what's his name, right? Uh, I don't know what you're the one with uh, Patrick. Patrick, Patrick Yeah, Patrick Stewart. I do like that one, but I do like that one. It's a good. I do like that one. This one is a completely different vibe, and it feels more. Yeah. Uh, suspenseful and almost like a little bit of a yeah. horror vibe to it, which is really, really cool as well. Yeah. Um, and I like that that take on it. Overall, though, I mean, it's just like, I hate to say this, but once you've seen one Shakespeare, like, you know, rendition of a movie, you've pretty much seen them all. So... I disagree. Well, see, because, like, you, you know the story, right? You're basically just watching to yeah. see, okay, how are these actors going to do it? How is this yeah. cinematographer slash director going to take it? 
What do they cut? Yeah, yeah. What <laughs> do they cut? Yeah. <laughs> That's pretty much what you're watching. So for me, yeah. when you watch a story that many times, it, it kind of, it kind of, uh, you yeah. you tend to get less immersed each time. Yeah. So that's why no, I have a problem I, with it. I agree. I think I, I actually don't really care that much for Macbeth as a play because I think it has a huge pacing problem. Yeah, it really does. Um, it goes from being really slow and and kind of like, oh, fuck, everything's starting to unfold yeah. and unfold. And then after he kills the king, it's just like too many things happen at once. And then it slows way down. I don't even think it really slows. Like it slows down for like two scenes and then it ramps up again and then it's just done. Yeah. Yeah, it's uh like I mean I think the movie did a good job of having like a really cool fight scene between Macduff and, and Macbeth. Mm. Um because I mean, yeah, you if you read it, it's basically just like they fight, Macbeth dies. Yeah. That's the end. Yeah. Congratulations. I everyone. honestly thought the combat was really cool in the film. <laughs> yeah, it was. I, I yeah. like that a lot actually. You know, it's uh definitely far better than fighting with guns <laughs> <laughs> yeah you know to take like a fucking, romeo plus juliet <laughs> although i think that's i think that was, i love romeo romeo plus juliet did a really I good love job romeo plus juliet but i'd yeah. say the the gun shit is kind of cringe sometimes yeah. the draw butler um version of coriolanus that's like it's supposed to be like a military it, it just makes it like Way too modern and tries to make like allegories to like modern governments and military coups and shit like yeah. that. And it's it's really bad. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's like, yeah. And it's also still confusing because you're watching these people in like modern military uniforms oh, yeah. talking about like political shit that's happening in ancient Rome. And you're like, oh, this doesn't look like Rome. <laughs> yeah, that's 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 not good that when you do things like that, that's yeah. not that's not how that should be done. If you're yeah. going to modernize at the, same the time, setting, modernize yeah. the script, you know? No, I don't think that. I, I do, because, like, if everything, else, Shakespeare if everything else is modern, like, just 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 modernize it. If you're going to modernize it, you know? No, I think, of the like, there's a cute way to do it so that it's... Well, okay, Romeo plus uh, Juliet like did it well. Romeo I plus think. Juliet, where he refers to his sword as his gun, yeah. or his gun as his sword. Yeah. That's cute, and it's, it works. Um, it just worked really well. Much Ado About Nothing, the Joss Whedon one, where they, like, point... In the play, they, you like, point, point to, like, a player, and they ask him to start playing a song, and instead they just say the line and then just, like, press play on an iPod. So, and they just start, like, Much dancing. Ado About Nothing was amazing. Yeah. I just want to say, it's, it's pretty good. I really liked yeah. that one. Um, honestly, the whole time you're watching it, it almost doesn't even feel like a Shakespeare play to me. Um, no, that's why it's my that, favorite exactly. Shakespeare that's what play. I was saying. Done correctly, it feels so good. It's, it's so nice. Yeah. Um, and that is, and then of course we love literally all the actors in it because <clears throat> yeah. it's just a bunch of friends, isn't it? Yeah. yeah. So it's it's fun, and it's I think that's a really good one. Um, I guilty pleasure Romeo plus Juliet because I kind of like that director. Uh, did other things like yeah. Moulin Rouge and shit. Um, hmm. and, uh, even though it's a little, it's really fucking corny. I, I think the style fits it so well. I mean, it's such a dramatic story of two ridiculous ass teens doing stupid yeah. shit. So to have the setting really so for, dramatic and stupid, I feel like it works so well. I don't really care for Baz Luhrmann's style, mm-hmm. if I'm being honest. <clears throat> yeah. Um, I like Romeo plus Juliet cause I feel like it's probably out of all of his films, the most toned down version of his style. You think so? Which, I would think Moulin Rouge is, oh, yeah. to be honest. I, I don't really care for Moulin Rouge, but I think that's probably because it's a musical. Oh, yeah. I like musicals, yeah. so. <laughs> um, 
And then, yeah, Great Gatsby, people use the same thing of like, it's it's a fantastical story, so it, he fits for it. But I just kind of, I feel like the version. The original, with, the. Uh, Reynolds, it's not Reynolds. Ryan Reynolds? Robert. Robert De Niro? Robert. <laughs> I hate you. <laughs> He's old as fuck now. What's his name? I don't know, dude. I'm just throwing shit out there. I know which one you're talking about, though. It was like from the, I think it was from the 70s? It's like the 70s. Yeah, like the yeah. 70s, I think it was. But that one, I thought that one worked perfectly fine. I, I liked that one, too. But I yeah. do like the spin that the other director put on it. It's kind of ridiculous at times. Um, yeah. It's definitely my least favorite of his, though. Um, yeah. I really, really enjoyed things like the Moulin Rouge and, and Romeo plus Juliet, but... <clears throat> the Great Gatsby is definitely my least favorite. I like the actors. I like the cast in in it, but uh, I feel like that that style didn't work too well with The Great Gatsby. <laughs> I don't know what it was. <clears throat> but yes, so uh, uh, you got any ratings for... Oh, for this? this? Yeah. No, for Romeo plus um, Juliet, at least. Yeah, Romeo plus Juliet. 10 out of 10. Uh, I'd say <laughs> rating... <clears throat> it's hard. It's hard to rate a Shakespeare. All right, adaptation. I can tell you. I can tell you mine. Okay. okay. Because of the things like for me, immersion is really important in film. So yeah, and the actors fucking killed it. Uh, I yeah. like a, the, their design choices as well for the settings and mm-hmm. the way that everything was kind of, kind of a cr- uh, like they made it kind of like a creepy setting. It it really reminded yeah. me of uh, the Green Knight, which I bet you still haven't seen. <laughs> Um, no, except I enjoyed the Green Knight a lot more than I enjoyed this one. But again, okay. that's probably because I already know this story too well. Um, I feel like if this was my first time watching Macbeth, my rating might be you higher. You didn't have to read the Green Knight in school either? I did, but like so the way that, that the movie is done is done yeah, way different. Pretty different. Yeah, pretty yeah. um, The thing that pisses me off, I, I, just to, to go on Green mm-hmm. Knight really quick, and I think I talked about this before, yeah. but I've seen like the tw- first 20 minutes of yeah. it. And it annoys me in the like the story and also just the fact that the movie adaptation did it too is like the motherfuckers warned don't kill him. Yeah. Yeah, they did. But he And then he does, but in like in the movie they like they like look at him like what the fuck did you just do? But in like the story they're like, "Ha, good job, buddy." See, that's like, why I like the they movie. Act like, it's fine. like even though he killed him, it makes sense why he did. Like you could definitely understand why he did. I don't get well, why. Well, he's he trying did. to be a badass. He's trying to like Show yeah. that he's this badass in front of the king, you know, because he wants to gain some type of respect. He doesn't have any at the moment. Yeah. He's just known as this aloof guy who has no adventures under his belt. He's nobody, basically, besides, you know, his birthright. But that's it. Yeah. Um, so that's why he feels like he needs to make a name for himself and show no fear to this giant monster's warning. I mean, there's like a whole lot of reason why he did it. And I totally even yeah. though the thing warned him he's in it's funny he said you know i'm gonna give it to you too just as you gave it to me so you didn't have to kill him you could have just like cut his arm a little bit <laughs> but to be a badass he yeah. wanted to just go the full route because he didn't believe that the knight would survive a beheading <laughs> but yeah there yeah goes. i guess that makes yeah. sense there's also that yeah and there's also the fact that he's I, I guess didn't think that magic was real 
I mean, up until that point, there's no proof that it was real. I mean, besides I mean, he's this, a walking tree. <laughs> well, yeah, it was up until that point. That's why the tree walking in was so jarring to the scene in the scenario. Like everyone was like, whoa, what the fuck is going on here? <laughs> yeah. But uh, yeah, I really liked the Green Knight. Uh, but this movie, I'd okay. give it I'd give it like yeah. a seven, seven out of ten. Okay. Feels good. It's definitely closer to an eight than it is a six. So, cool. yeah, I am really struggling whether or not I give it a strong eight or a light nine. Yeah, you know, I might give it an eight as well, actually. I think I'm going to change it to an eight because it's definitely much more of an eight. Yeah. Not a nine, though. Uh, I think yeah. the only thing that, that yeah, it's that's what's difficult with Shakespeare is like the things I disliked about the film mm-hmm. are the, my problems with Macbeth as a player. See, that's what I'm saying. Outside yeah. of that... The movie was flawless. Exactly. And that's exactly what I'm saying right there. Like, just, I feel like the fact yeah. that it's Shakespeare kind of holds it down a little bit. <laughs> I don't think, yeah. I don't think the fact that Shakespeare holds it down. I think it's the fact that Macbeth has pacing issues. Oh, it's the specific and, plays, what you're saying. Oh, yeah. Okay. Okay. Gotcha. Like, Lady Macbeth goes from, like, a scene where we see her being, like, telling, you know, uh, Macbeth that he needs to fucking man the fuck up and get over himself and this, this, this. Yeah. And then, like, the next scene, she's insane. Yeah, she was And then the next scene, nuts. she dies off screen. Oh, shit. She died? Oh, she did die. Yeah, yeah she was on Lady the ground. Yeah, does. she was on the ground. Yeah, yeah. yeah I remember. I remember. So, like, it, and it's just like, whoa, hold on. I need, I need a moment here to transition. At least Macbeth kind of gets a little bit of, like, transition to going kind of insane. Yeah. I still feel like it's, it's I'd say maybe, no, because it's still not really the film's fault that he goes that crazy that quick. No, it's not. <laughs> yeah, but. They did yeah. a really good job with the scene where he's like fucking screaming at, at the, the bird, like peasant. Oh, no, the, the peasant, peasant. Where he's just like f- fucking like asking like questions, and he's like, "You fucking foul mouth, pale shit." You're talking about when he was reporting on uh, what was he reporting on? I forget. I think he was reporting the movements on something. Of Macduff. No, no, was it? I can't remember now. But yeah, no, he Denzel fucking killed it, dude. He absolutely killed yeah, it. Yeah, he did kill and it. And this was the perfect role for him. Because like I was saying, it, certain actors do well in certain things. And he's been playing like, you know, badass roles. But yeah. like this the one. equalizer. This one was just, this was just excellent for him. I like him as yeah. like, you know, he's he's really a villain in this. And I really like him in a villain. Mm. He's too often plays a mm. anti-hero, I think, is what his role normally is. Because he's like yeah. he's like the loose cannon kind of guy where it's like he, oh, he murders people. You're describing his character in a fucking uh, man on no, fire. No, I'm describing his character in literally every movie he's <laughs> ever know, in. Yeah. Like every movie yeah, he's ever true. in is this is his character. Yeah. He's the anti-hero, the loose cannon, the guy who murders people violently but for good. In this one, he's legit just a fucking villain, and I really like him as that. Yeah, I think it's good. So I, I liked his fucking acting. It was it was sick. But uh, yeah, that's that's why that's that mainly carries it to the eight for me. Other than that, for me, mm-hmm. it's just like you know, Shakespeare, Macbeth. You know, that shit is what's yeah. weak. It was, yeah. I I really wanted to check out this film because of how beautiful it looked. It looked beautiful, yes. And because, yeah, this was, it did seem like such a strange role for Denzel, but also one that even from without watching the trailer, you could just go, yeah, he seems Mm -hmm. like really good for that Mm -hmm. role. Um, So I was curious for that. But what I will give a one out of 10 is, fuck me, Apple TV is awful. Yes. Yes, it is. So there's no, as, unless I'm fucking missing something, there's no search button. 
I don't know. I had to just like <laughs> I got lucky. Go. I was on. Yeah, I was on my computer, and I had to just like scroll through the things that they've uploaded. Basically, like their new releases. Oh, you're until using I got the. To it. Uh, you're using the computer. I use the phone. I watch the whole thing on my phone. Oh yeah. yeah. David Lynch hates you. So. <laughs> David Lynch hates me. I know. Well, this yeah. this film is is like. It's got that perfect, like, uh, what is that? It's the perfect aspect What's that ratio? aspect ratio again that they're doing? It's like, what, tall screen? No, the aspect ratio of this movie that they filmed it in. 4-3. Uh, four, three. Four, three, it's yeah. technically called full screen, even though it's not, doesn't fill the screen. Yeah, yeah. I thought that was... Well, uh, it did back on CR, when CRT TVs were a square. So... And so widescreen used to not fill the screen, so they made 4-3, four, four, which is full screen. So you want to hear something nuts? Uh, yeah. With this aspect ratio, you can watch this whole movie in like your hand vertically or sideways, and it's the same exact size. <laughs> wow! Yeah. Not for my phone, probably because I have a, a twelve mini, so it's quite. Oh thin. yeah, I have the. Yeah. What was I was watching it on like the ten or no, not the ten, the uh, thirteen or whatever. Okay. Yeah, something like that. Just the regular. I'd be, I'd be kind of. It'd be kind of funny to watch it. <laughs> yeah, just straight up yeah, vertically. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, no, I watched it on my on my uh, computer. And there, yeah, as far as I could find, no search button function. Wow. Um, I tried the free trial uh, for last week, but then we canceled last week. So I got about, I, I f- had finished the film, but today I was like, oh, I'll rewatch it. I ended up just paying to like, for so it. So I've seen it twice yeah. now. <laughs> That's the thing is I ended up paying for it today, maybe. I don't know. I'm going to have to <laughs> check out, uh, what's it called? Well, it definitely took it out of my account. So it probably took it out of yours too. Yeah, I'll check my account but, out. But uh, like it, it was literally, but once I did that, it didn't let me access the film again. Oh, what? That's weird. I w- and then when I loaded the screen, it was like, oh, yeah, um, you, do you want a free trial? And I was like, no, I just clicked this button. I don't. I can't do the free trial anymore. You should have just tried anyway. And was, <laughs> no, and I, I, I clicked it, and it was like, you can't do the free trial anymore. You've already done it. Do you want to pay? Oh. And I went, yes. <laughs> yes, I'd like to pay. So I paid, and then I got back to the screen. And it was like, would you like to try and sign up for Apple TV? You can have a seven-day free trial. And I was like, what did you just pay okay. for? <laughs> so I click on it again, and it goes, you can't get the free trial uh, because you've already gotten it. Would you like to pay instead? And I was like, but I've already clicked this button. Oh, shit, dude. And so, yeah. Uh, I don't know what the fuck's going on with Apple Music or Apple, Apple TV. TV, but it's a shit system. Yeah. There's no way to search for things. There's also not a recently watched like I finished the movie beforehand. Why isn't there a things you've watched box? Really, for me to go to, dude. Yeah. When I opened up my uh, app, it was right there at the top, and I was like, "Okay, cool." And I picked up where I left off, and then I just kept going. Yeah, no, so damn. This simple. is not. This is not what my my experience was. It was pretty. It must shit. be the computer app that's fucked then, because like this is you just think? on my phone. Yeah, so on the phone, it seems to be better. I think I searched Macbeth as well, really easily. Wow. Yeah. Okay. Maybe it's just not supposed to have a not very good on the browser one. Listen, but I mean, like, why wouldn't you, you want it to be good on the browser? They expect you to be watching shit on their iPads and their iPhones. They don't want you to use a Windows yeah. computer. What the fuck? Yeah. I've just looked at my phone, and I do, in fact, have an Apple uh, TV subscription. Mm-hmm. Uh, oh, yeah. Um, and I've just canceled it. There's only one, but it was active. Yep. So why couldn't I watch the fucking movie? Because the desktop app is garbage, probably. Yeah. I know. But uh, yeah, no. Um, I'm I'm probably gonna check out what else they have there on there. I think there's a couple other interesting films yeah. that are on there as well. Um, what there was something I had a fucking commercial for that looked weird. It's that one where they 
uh, erase your minds at work and then you go home. It looks really oh. fucking weird. Yeah, I didn't so, see that. I saw the one where it's like Jared Leto in a Hathaway. And it was like about the guy who made the really awful business of like renting an office, I think. I think so. I barely watched the trailer and I thought it seemed like it was about that. It was about like the company where it was like rent an office. And it was like you could rent an office. They made sure it was like cool and interesting and fun. Oh, yeah. And then they just like made no money from it and went bankrupt. <laughs> well done. <laughs> now, this is a... Uh, this one that I was watching is these group of people are undergoing this experiment where they will go to work, um, okay. but their minds, they will only remember things from work while they're at work. And then when they're home, they won't remember what happened at work. So, and it has like okay. this really ominous vibe to it. So like it, it's kind of hinted at that they are being experimented on while they're at work, but can't remember anything. So I don't know. It just looks looks kind of interesting. It has very um, it's very like uh, it feels very like liminal anxiety type shit, like uh, back what? back rooms or whatever like that. You know what's liminal anxiety? Liminal anxiety. So it's essentially yeah. like this uh, anxiety you feel feel from very like weird empty office space areas that look like they go on forever. I don't know. It's kind of difficult to describe. Okay. Uh, but it's, I feel like I probably had that at the start of the pandemic when I was the only person working in the office and I'm over it. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) I mean, it's it's a little bit like that. It just feels like endlessness in this really shitty office looking area. And, uh, there's a lot of lines and shit that doesn't really make sense. Things are just kind of slightly off. It kind of feels like, um, it kind of feels like, uh, uncanny Valley ish in terms of like things just being slightly off, you know? Um, it's really weird. It's hard to describe without like showing you actual pictures of liminal anxiety. <laughs> Here, let me let me look this up. Real okay, quick. I'm just gonna show you real quick. Okay, I was I always can count on you to find really weird, scary shit to send to send me. Well, I don't know if you'd be scared. I mean, this is like one of those things. that's like you just kind of have to feel uneasy about it if you want. Um, I mean, okay. if, if that's what you're, if you want, that's what that's if you are. Uh, like susceptible to it for example um you know like uh what's that fear where it's like you know uh that thing where you have like a bunch of holes in your hand or something like that oh yeah i it's like a new fear isn't it it's not new but i think people are i think people are now recognizing it a lot more oh okay because i heard that it was when the when i first started hearing about this it was like Psychologists or psychiatrists, whatever the whatever the fuck it has to be, um, were saying like it was interesting because it was like a, a newer phobia. What's it called again? I don't know, but it's the one where you're like afraid of looking at little holes. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah, yeah. I forget what it's yeah, called. Don't remember. But anyways, so a good example I would say of liminal spaces giving people anxiety would be things like uh, you ever play that game on Steam. Um, where you're playing as that office guy. Stanley, Stanley Parable. Parable. You know how it's like that office yeah. setting that just kind of goes on forever. Yeah. So imagine Stanley Parable, but combine it with uh, PT. The playable <laughs> trailer. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah. Yeah, yeah I know. PT. Yeah. Combine that Stanley Parable with PT. That's what liminal anxiety is. <laughs> okay. Kind of terrifying. Kind of weird. Because yeah. um, I find... PT terrifying, but not because it goes on forever. Mm. 
for the very specific reason, it's a very incredibly intelligent design choice. It really is. It's because it's your choice to turn the corner. It is, yeah. And that's that's the that that is the only thing they needed in that game to make it scary, and it's perfect because eighty percent of the time when you turn that corner, nothing's there. Mm-hmm. But they all they do is like the first time you do like it, like the second time you go through the hallway, they have like the door creak thing where you, like Lisa shows up and then closes the door, mm-hmm. and it's like oh shit, anything could be around this corner. Yeah, yeah. And then they do that one time where Lisa's like comes and sprints at you. And it's like, and then she never does that again. Obviously, if you play the game properly, or not properly, but if you succeed at the game, more things happen if you fail. But if you succeed, like, that's the last time you really see her. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and it's, like, not creepy, really, but because they've told you it could happen now. Yeah. It's like, oh, fuck. <laughs> yeah, dude, I, I definitely see what you mean. Okay, let's see here. Um, we are going to, should I just copy link address to this picture or? Sure. As long as it's not the picture you sent me fucking last week. <laughs> <laughs> Let me see here. Paste. I don't know if that'll work. Let me click on it. See if it works. God damn it. Just took you to some dude's Twitter. Let me, um, ah, my favorite. Let me instead do this then. Um, what was I going to bring up as well? Um, oh yeah I finished uh, so since like the last time we spoke I was like oh I downloaded Fallen Order and I'm gonna play that so I played Fallen Order (laughs) Uh, yeah how was that it was uh, it was alright yeah see that's kind of how I felt about it too it was just Um, I'd say my biggest problems with it is it couldn't decide if it wanted to be a linear story or if it wanted it to be an RPG that you get to do what you want Oh yeah, yeah. It's it's really. I think it's more uh, linear. That's the thing is, I think it was a linear story, but I think what happened, what it feels mm-hmm. like, is that they made a Star Wars RPG, and then turned it into suddenly they turn it turned into a linear story thing. I wish it was an RPG, and then there was things left in there that you were kind of stuck with that were like RPG elementy. Yeah. Like they, I think my biggest problem with it. Was that I got to customize my lightsaber right from the beginning. Oh, yeah. It shouldn't have let me do that. <laughs> oh, dude. It should have been the scene where he where the lightsaber is broken, yeah. and then you have to go fucking get a kyber crystal, and then, then you go to the workbench. From that point onward, you should have been able to choose the color and choose, like, your hilts and all that. Yeah, that makes sense. Because on top of that, you've been collecting it throughout the game, so you have, like, a large selection. You might be like, oh, shit, I'm missing a few. Maybe I should go back. Yeah, that makes sense. Um, but... Considering, you know, I pull out my this fucking sick ass lightsaber that I've constructed that's been green this whole time, mm-hmm. and he's like, My master's lightsaber. And I'm like, I'm fairly certain I just saw a cutscene that says different. <laughs> yeah. Um Yeah, I I I kind of stopped playing and then I haven't picked it back up. <laughs> but that's Oh, do you not know the end though? No, then? I don't. And that's mostly because uh, I have to play it on origin, and I'm like, bitch, I don't want that shit. <laughs> What the I fuck? Play the Sims up with, lot, so I what happened origin. with Steam? That's what I care about. I have EA play and everything. That's how that's how much I'm in the origin. Well, I know that because you've been doing that for years though. Like you've had it for yeah, years. I've had origin for I've years. I've been on yeah. a Steam I'm a Steam guy. Like yeah, that's, that's really well, I have more. I have three launchers and I will not get any more. I have like four because Battle.net. <laughs> what are your four? Uh well actually that's I have Battle. five. Okay, so Battle.net is okay. Blizzard Activision. Um, okay. And then I have Steam, Origin, 
and um, Bethesda. That's that's what I have. And okay. Bethesda's for things like Doom and Doom these... Eternal and all those other Doom games, shit like that. Do you think the Activision, what's it called, one is going to go into the Microsoft Store or oh, Microsoft absolutely. Launcher? Absolutely. They better because that would be much better if they can. You're like, then I'd only have three launchers. Well, can you imagine? Can you? What if they brought World of Warcraft to controller players? That'd be insane. Yeah, it would, it would yeah. honestly ruin the game, but <clears throat> it would be crazy. Um. To have it on the to have it on like the fucking Game Pass or some shit like that. I don't think it'll ever happen. <laughs> but no, I but have yeah. I have Steam, I have Origin, and I have Epic Games because I used to play a lot of Fortnite. Yeah, yeah, I yeah. saw, I saw. And uh, does it show you? Uh, I saw you stream. Oh yeah, I, did. I never streamed. You, it. you oh no, I was streaming on, uh, once yeah, when you popped on. Discord, on. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I watched um, you die, but uh, you did not get a chicken dinner. Uh, why are you telling everyone? hold on hold on, hold on, hold on. Um, back to liminal shit real quick yeah. a good example okay. of a movie that yeah. utilizes a lot of liminal spaces and that liminal anxious feeling is the shining there's a okay. lot of moments where you see those long hallways of like you know and patterns that just kind of um yeah repeat and give you that crazy thing and then there's the maze the maze is again another Another thing yeah. that gives uh, that has a lot of liminal space that gives you that anxiety. Um, Is it also like because it's something that I think I would never pick up watching the film that like if you map how Danny bikes it, he should have been going through. Yes, it's the wall. That shit too. Yeah, will give you that okay. feeling if you if you're yeah. susceptible to it. Susceptible to it. Well, I guess I'm definitely not susceptible because I have to be reminded that that's <clears throat> happening every time. Yeah, there's just like that feeling that you'll never escape from this like. Okay. Like it feels like oh, you're that feeling. It feels like you're in a <laughs> fucking a layer of hell. That's what it feels like okay. in these places. So PT? Uh yeah, exactly. That's why I compared it to PT as yeah. well as, you know, combining the Stanley Parable. Because yeah. it feels like that. The Stanley Parable does feel like hell, yeah. Yeah, I mean it very easily could be. You could turn Stanley Parable yeah. into a horror game so easily. Like yeah. Do you have a favorite ending? Uh for Stanley Parable? Oh dude, I'd yeah. have to I'd have to go through it again because I don't remember all the <laughs> yeah. endings off the top of my head. Uh I think mine is the going out the left window. I don't know if I know that one. Okay. There's so like when you get out of the the first office room that you go into, you can like hop on the desk and like jump and you jump through the window. Really? I don't think I've seen that. Yeah. And you like land in this like white space and like you can kind of see like the, the, the office area and things like that. And you just stand there for a little bit and then it just goes like, at this point, Stanley thought that he had broken the game, <laughs> but in fact, <laughs> and it's like, oh, you fuckers. Isn't that amazing? I think that's so great. Yeah. I love that shit. Another game I think is really cool that reminds me of the Stanley Parable, only without yeah. endings, is that uh, that one fucking game where it's like all about perspective. Uh, all about perspective. Yeah, here, I'll show you real quick. Yes. There's uh, The people who made Stanley Parable made another game that... Uh, it's. I'll send you the name because you might be able. It's to, called it's like super, liminal. <laughs> super liminal. Super liminal. Super liminal. Oh, is like insane. liminal. Okay, yeah. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Dude, it is. It is fucking nuts, dude. It's such an insane puzzle game. Um, and I wish they added well, multiple games. different. Uh, I wish they added multiple endings to it, but that would probably be very difficult. Oh, I've seen the trailers. It's for crazy, this. dude. It's so cool. <laughs> Okay. Okay. Wish I wasn't 
didn't just spend a lot of money today on bills. I'd probably <laughs> buy this. <laughs> yeah, dude, it's really it looks, cool. It looks weird. Yeah. Oh, I love that kind of stuff with video games. And there's a lot of weird shit put, too. Like it's yeah. not just perspective. Um, well, I mean, it's all based on perspective, but there's like little different yeah. things they do with it. It's nuts. Oh, there's another game that does a lot of perspective puzzles. I just cannot remember me for the life of uh, me what it is. Oh my god, this is weird. you know Hellblade actually has perspective puzzles. <laughs> yeah, really? actually has quite a lot mm-hmm. of them. Um, I think it's like Loki has set these puzzles up for you, <sighs> and you got to fucking like solve them or some shit. It's fucking nuts. Oh fuck! I'll add this to my wish list. It's really cool, and I'm pretty sure it goes on sale yeah. all the time. I think you can get it for like five bucks. When Sweet. it goes on sale. So the game that uh, uh, is made by the same people who made Stanley Parables, it's very similar, but it's very short. Game. Yeah, I know. I know I that actually, other one. Yeah. I might install it and play it again because I haven't. What's it called again? Gotten all the achievements. So it's called uh, Doctor Langazov, the Tiger, and the Terribly Cursed Emerald: A Whirlwind Heist. <laughs> yes, and I that title is very misleading, isn't it? Because yeah. none of that <laughs> shit actually happens. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So it's basically you're about to play a game that's called that, but the game only allowed you're only allowed one person in the game, and at someone's a time, in it. So you end up in like yeah, yeah. someone's in it. <laughs> that's right. So you're in like this lobby, and they're like, ah, oh, if you could, could you help us? Like, can you help us go in the background yeah. and like you know make sure certain things happen for them? Uh, I promise your turn will come up soon, and then yeah, just shouldn't sue. Yeah, them. there's a VR game that's very much so like that, and the Stanley Parable. Only it's done by the guys who wrote Rick and Morty. Um, oh, it's my favorite fucking game, yeah. and is literally why I will purchase VR. Yes, get an Oculus. Just to play it get an again. Oculus, dude. Yeah, uh, it's a uh, Accounting Plus. Yes, dude, that game looks insane. I haven't bought it, and I haven't played it, and I actually forgot about it for a long time. Yeah, but it. No, it's, it's I've watched great. videos on it. It's insane. It's got that same it's in, vibe. It's, so here's something that I want to know about you with VR. What? How immersed do you get into VR? Um. So at first, when you first start using mm-hmm. VR, it is an unreal experience. And then you get used to it. But uh, you can get okay. pretty immersed. I'm pretty good at still staying aware of my surroundings. But, um, like, it's fun. And I've there are plenty of times when I'm playing Skyrim VR, I get fucking surprised and scared the shit out of by a fucking skeleton dude just, like, right next to me. I'm like, oh, fuck. But it's... um. <laughs> I'd, I'd say my one of my favorite VR games. Though. I can't do Skyrim VR. Accounting Plus I, is good because it's uh, click to move. Uh, well, you can change. So it's you not, can make Skyrim VR. You can that. change it. Yeah. But I don't like Skyrim VR that because it makes tactical movement not making sense. Um, yeah. Like I can't. I can't be a stealthy little archer and then be like, ah, oh, fuck, they found me. Like. <laughs> oh yeah, you can. Um, oh, did I? I didn't tell you. I um. So yesterday. Uh-huh. Um. My, uh, I played with some friends. Somebody had made a like, basically the we played D and D, but it was Skyrim. Dude, that's first of all that's cool, but also, did yeah. you know there is like a D and D game on VR that we could play? Is it Baldur's Gate? No, it's not Baldur's Gate. It's something oh, else. What's that? It's, I don't remember the name, but we could do that. It's like a tabletop, and the whole thing's virtual reality, and we could play oh. across the ocean. Tabletop simulator is that the one you're talking? I don't know about? if it's called that. I don't because it does have a, a VR capability, but you can do it without. I don't think want. it is tabletop it like simulator. It puts you in a room else. and you're just sitting next to a table. Um, it's similar to that. Yes, it's similar to that. Okay, but I don't think it's called tabletop simulator. I forget what it's called, but uh, it's essentially okay. that. But it's really cool. 
Um, and it'd be fun to try if you if you finally get VR. But for me, I think my favorite one so far that's like been the most um, been the most fun for me has been the Resident Evil series game, uh, Resident mm-hmm. Evil Four. They just they knocked that out of the park. It's really fun. I like being able to be immersed into the world. Um, and you really don't realize you're immersed half the time until, you know, something takes you out of it. And I think that's the thing. That's why I said at at first, when you first do it, um, it, it's incredible. You're just looking around you and you're, you really do feel like your, your senses are playing tricks on you because you feel like you're in this massive space, but you're, you also are aware about the, you know, bookshelf that's to my right. <laughs> because yeah. I know it's That's there. the thing is I, I lose all the... I, maybe it's just I've not played VR mm-hmm. enough. But I lose all the sense of what's around me outside the outside. So the world. you get... Ri- well, that like, goes away after playing VR for enough time. You kind of get used yeah. to knowing. And there's, there's little things that they make for suggestions. For example, mm-hmm. buy a circular foam mat for one to lessen fatigue on your feet. But two... Mm-hmm. When you have a different texture on the ground, you will obviously tell when you step off of that texture. Yeah. And when you step off of yeah. that, you know, okay, I should probably recenter myself and then go on from there. So it's a real okay. good tip for people who kind of like yourself who lose kind of any clue of where anything's at around you. Yeah. yeah. I just like the second I'm in it, I just like my I to I can't. My brain, I have to remind it that the things that I saw in VR aren't, like, for, for like, 100% real memories. Mm. Like, as in, like, they happened to me. Oh, wow. That's nuts. Yeah, um, it's weird. Another really good game was uh, definitely the Half-Life Alex. That game is insane. Okay. Was it actually pretty good? Beautiful. Like, the most... Okay. The most, I would say, impressive graphics on a VR game that I've ever seen. Yeah. Um, I was just surprised I never really heard anything about it after it came out. Everyone was all hyped well, about it and then it came out. Well, you don't hear a lot about VR silent. games in general unless you're into the VR okay. stuff. You're in the scene. Yeah, because you didn't know that they made Resident Evil 4 VR, did you? Yeah, no. So, but that's an extremely popular game. There's another one that's kind of like Left 4 Dead, but with VR. Okay. And then there's the, uh, there's the Walking Dead VR game that's extremely popular and really cool. Um, which I definitely oh, want. Walking Dead. I thought yeah. first like a moment I really thought you were just saying it's like a walking scene. no no the Walking Dead yeah <laughs> yeah Walking Dead I wouldn't it be took surprised. a second for me to hear the dead bit <laughs> dude I wouldn't be surprised if someone made like a walking simulator you know for example the, yeah. that movie I mean that movie that uh, game that um, Kojima made uh, what's it called again the fucking uh, I don't know the one that was do you mean the, the oh fuck one that was yeah. kind of like the one made because he couldn't do yeah. PT. Yeah, fuck was I it forget called? the Death Stranding. That's Death it, Stranding yeah. is a walking simulator. If they did like a VR game like that, that'd be kind of cool. I'd be kind of down. Mm. Yeah. Where you can like hitch a ride or something or, or drive certain vehicles in VR. That'd be super cool. Um or fuck, just get on a <laughs> just get on a fucking uh what are they called segways <laughs> since you're already standing so you just kind of lean forward with your vr body yeah. and now you're I don't really get what you mean by like they tell you to get a mat so it's good on your feet i'm like I- i've i've worked at a coffee shop for like where i used to work in coffee shops so it's like being on my feet for eight hours probably sounds like something i'm used to yeah if you're used to but that's fine if you want to do that if you're used to it 
that's mm-hmm. cool. Just mats also just help, you know, lessen yeah. the I fatigue. I imagine, like you said, it does help with the centering as yeah, well. Yeah, it does that too, like that. but also it just lessens the fatigue. Like, do you do you actually want to do worse to your feet? <laughs> you should probably just... Is it bad for my feet to stand on them? It's bad to be standing for fucking hours on end, mm. you know? like Thought it was healthy. It is, it is, but, you know, it can be bad. And as somebody who has a fucking cushy office job now, it's probably good for me, to be fair. Hmm. Yeah, there's a lot of workout games that people like to play on the VR. Uh, fucking what's it called is a lot Jane of Fonda. fun. Jane Fonda. <laughs> um, uh, Beat Saber is fuck tons of fun. I, if I got, yeah, if I got VR, it would just be Accounting Plus and Beat Saber. Yeah, Beat Saber is super fun. Because I cheap. liked Beat Saber even though I was playing uh, like the shitty ones on the ps3 or the ps5 or whatever the fuck which yeah on that one like the shitty games that or the shitty songs that come on that one i was playing and i fucking loved it oh yeah so imagine if i actually could have decent songs playing while i did it not only that but if you you can sideload shit and mod your uh mod your headset your oculus and Mm -hmm. do put on like really cool music that people have made for beat saber um so there's like a whole scene for that for side loading onto the Oculus uh, apps that aren't from the Oculus store. It's kind of like jailbreaking, but not really. Um, it's really cool. Oh, uh, super hot, super fun, man. Yeah. <laughs> like, holy shit. I imagine because it was fun without. Oh, VR. yeah. So that, that game was fucking nuts. I it was fucking hard, though. <laughs> really? Yeah, dude, it was hard as fuck. I, I loved it. I, I thought it was fucking well, really clever. Yeah, it is. And re- like, I, I didn't think it was hard. It was just like really interesting puzzles that I enjoyed figuring Well, in out. VR, any movement you make with your body, it makes you really hyper aware of your body. Because okay. any unnecessary movements you make with your body causes things to move when you don't want them to. Like you have almost okay. no time to really think things out. You got to be like hyper aware of the situation. And it's way different experience. Way different. Yeah, it's okay. much, much yeah, no, harder. I, the one that I played, it's a lot like I think it's only if you use WASD that it that it changes. Yeah, time. see, literally, if I move my leg or move my hand or my fa- my face and my head, Your then fuzz. shit moves, <laughs> and it's like fuck. <laughs> it's yeah. nuts. Hmm. It's really, really fun. Uh, really difficult though, like I said. But that game is also super meta. It's really fun. Yeah, it is because it, yeah, it's just like the. Like I, I kind of like Tron, the first Tron, where he's like typing shit out and like computers responding. Yeah, to Yeah, yeah, yeah. Is that Tron, the first Tron? Yeah, yeah that's Tron. Yeah, yeah, yeah I thought so. But yeah. Uh, yeah, and you put on a headset, like a VR headset, to play in the game. Yeah. Um, it's really weird. Cool though. Uh, but yeah, you should definitely get VR, and we should we should play some shit together. That'd be a lot of fun. Cool. You can also play Sounds Beat like Saber with friends too. Yeah. Really? Yeah. <laughs> Oh, can't wait to beat with you off. Right, exactly. We'll beat that song off, you know what I'm saying? So Yeah. You know? Um we'll 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 play my chemical romance. Yeah. But yeah, speaking of games, uh I think we were kinda of talking about this before the podcast. Uh this has been a big fucking week for me, man. Oh yeah, we did. Three games yeah. that I really have been waiting for launched all the same week. Yeah, so which ones were they? Because I stopped you because I was yeah. like, say this on yeah, the podcast. Yeah. So, so Elden Ring. Elden Ring, which is co-written by um jr martin and fucking you know the guy who wrote tale of fire and ice um 
Okay, you've gotten so many things wrong. Did I say J R R? It's such a um, yeah. You said it's it's well, it's G R R M or Germ. If you're one of the, Germ. If you if you're this Wait, is literally G? in the like. It's huh? G. Yeah, G. He's George R R Martin. Oh, oh, fuck! You're right. I, for some reason, I was thinking it was J. I think you're thinking of J. Yeah, R. I'm, I'm thinking of Tolkien. Sorry, J R Token. Yeah, yeah, yeah. J J R Tolkien. <laughs> <laughs> yeah no okay so so george 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 r george r r martin, r. R. martin. who wrote and uh, this is a it's he wrote a song, a of, song ice and of ice and fire not a tale of fire and ice okay yeah, yeah i got that shit mixed yeah. up <laughs> i mean you know what the it fuck i'm like, talking about this hurt everything this hurt everything yeah, okay, inside fine. my body game of thrones man um i hate you even plus more. <laughs> i also said i also said hayao miyazaki but it's actually hitataka miyazaki <laughs> So just, well, both, just got everything they're wrong. They're both Miyazaki's, <laughs> so I mean, yeah. And one's Hayao, yeah, and yeah. the other one's uh, Hidetaka. Yeah. So. And the same with 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 uh, George. You're like, well, they both write fantasy. Exactly, things. they're both really big into fantasy. But anyway, <laughs> really big. <into> <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's a J.R. Uh, Tolkien was really famous for just being really big into fantasy. Uh, it's actually George R.R. Tolkien. Let's get your shit straight. <laughs> George R. Tolkien. <laughs> but but oh, yeah. Fuck. Um, but no, yeah, it was co-written by him. So it's it has like a really deep background and story. You know, I know the Game of Thrones fans are going to be pissed off because he's busy writing this instead of writing the books. But, you know, fuck that. I mean, I'm pissed. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah, so um, this game so far has been really interesting, really fucking difficult because it's a Souls game. Um, yeah, but it's also the first open world they've ever done. And because of that, you can tell they're having trouble. Souls is an open world. Uh, yeah. The Elden Ring is an open world. Yeah. But I thought Souls was. Open no, world it was games. never open world. It was very, very linear. It's it's more like a okay. it's more like a maze. It plays way more like a maze than it okay. does an open world. It's almost like. Uh, just to kind of give context for something I've played before, like like God of War, where you're you're kind of walking around and it feels like you're making progress on your own, even though it's like not open world. No, I would say it does not, not feel like God of War because you can definitely travel in between areas more fluidly mm-hmm. um, because okay. there's this whole you know the whole shortcut thing. Um, is really different. I would, God, what's a good example of it? Um, yeah, because it always felt like I've, from what I've seen, it always kind of, I always kind of thought Dark Souls was pretty open world. People, especially because you can go to certain bosses like super early, can't you? Um, let's see. Yes, you can, depending if the level design allows you to. It all depends. Okay. Um, and because the level design was so important to the Soul series, doing an open world is kind of. You can tell they struggle. I could say that the game's beautiful okay. and it plays really well, and it's very hard. Um, and there's really cool things about it, but you can tell that this level design is kind of—it's their first time doing open world, and it feels very yeah. uh, Breath of the Wild, I'd say. Um, uh, and in a bad way? No, 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 no. Breath of the Wild does. Open world, I'd say. No, perfectly. no, 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 not, not perfectly. I'd say Red Dead Redemption Two is the perfect open world. If game. you compare, if you say a Souls game feels more Breath of the Wild, that means it doesn't feel very much like a Souls game, is what I'm getting at. So, okay, yeah. So you mean like what my complaint about Breath of the Wild? 
of it's a good game, but it's not a Zelda game. Yeah, that's kind of how it feels right now. We'll see how I do mm-hmm. once I actually get past like the first big boss because it's still really damn hard. I need to go grind. Mm-hmm. Like I wow. need to grind to the fu- and I need to find where to grind because there's so many really powerful enemies that just fuck my day up. And um, yeah, but anyway, so Elden Ring, which has been really good so far. Um, uh, Horizon Forbidden West, which oh the new Horizon film or film, game, yeah, game, yeah, which has been amazing. Uh, that game mm-hmm. is really good. I love the linear story in an open world. I think it's very interesting because there is a lot of uh, there's still a lot of like side quests and shit to do, and there's a lot of lore. There's a really good face tracking in that game. Like it's cinematically yeah. very beautiful, um, and a super cool game. Um, I would say if you're a fan of any of the Assassin's Creed games, but wanted something a little bit more dystopian and a little bit cyberpunk, but with robot dinosaurs and shit, this game is right up your alley. Cause the, a lot of the controls feel very, um, feel very Assassin's Creed. I mean, there's no like parrying system, but there's, mm-hmm. there's a lot of controls that are very similar to more modern Assassin's Creed games. And it's really fun. Um, Really, really great game. Great story, too. Uh, and then the other one is, uh, you know, Destiny. Destiny just launched their next their their next biggest expansion called The Witch Queen, which has just been... Okay. A, of Angmar? Uh, what was that? The Witch Queen of what? <laughs> the Witch Queen of Angmar. Is that so. from Lord of the Rings? It's a reference to uh, apparently George R. George R. Tolkien. R. R. Tolkien. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's the guy who stabs Frodo. It's the witch queen. Oh, oh, he's the witch king, though. Huh? Yeah, Yeah. no, this is the witch queen. This is his Uh, wife, Reese. Come on, his wife. Yeah, clearly, (laughs) she was cool. The story was really good. I've they did a lot of good things with this DLC so far, and I just barely beat the story yesterday for it. Um, which which is actually a pretty long time. It took me like a week to beat it. Um, uh, usually the story is pretty short. But I had they they just offered this new like difficulty mode to give you more rewards and kind of give you a, a okay. leg up when it comes to doing the harder content. Um, and it was it was very difficult. Some of the boss battles felt like a fucking souls boss battle. I was like, <laughs> God damn, I got to actually put myself in the right positions and move at the right moments in order to to survive and beat this boss, because if I if I just try to take cover and you know shoot bullets whatever because she's just a big bullet sponge it's not going to work. So there was actually a lot of I had to really think tactically when it came to fighting the boss and uh, a couple of the bosses. And I think yeah. that's when you know you have a good combat system in your game is when you actually have to think. <laughs> yeah, when you have to think tactically, it's not just like hack and slash. You know, unless that's what the whole game is about. Um, but I don't know that that's uh, the so the end of Jedi Fallen Order pissed me off because it took me took me three hours to defeat to defeat the final okay boss. so it shouldn't take you that fucking long but <laughs> <laughs> yeah because it was just too hard yeah that's that's like, too it was, hard it, yeah. that's a problem with balancing it was ridiculous I think it was a major balancing problem because like and I yeah it's it was just uh, I don't think I. So a lot of people compared it to like Dark Souls. Yeah, they do. That's a very common um, comparison with the lo- Oh, their yeah. level design is actually th- very Dark Souls except worse, like way worse. Yeah, the level design is pretty bad. Yeah. 
um it makes me upset they try to copy dark souls with like having you know the those spawning checkpoints and and have the levels loop around you know now that you've oh, actually yeah, played it. About that. Yeah, now that you've actually played it i get to describe dark souls level design a little better yeah. now um because cool. i was we were talking about jedi fallen order before and i was like yeah it's kind of like that but you hadn't played it really um but now that you have it, it yeah. really tried to take cues from dark souls but did not really execute it in a great way at all okay. Yeah, because I'd say, yeah, my biggest problem with the game was the level design being pretty pointless. Poor. Yeah, it feels like the, yeah. the level design is pointless to me. It wasn't that it felt pointless. It felt neat, uh, like unnecessarily complicated. Oh, really? Like where and then my other thing that pissed me off is just the amount of things that I encountered that uh, I like didn't have the force ability to open yet. Oh, I hate that shit. And then it never like, and then it, there was never a reason to go back to those areas other than to go back there and use the ability to. Dude, get a that is to my biggest complaint about the starter area of Horizon Forbidden West. I was complaining okay. that to my wife. I was like, "Dude, I fucking hate it when games do this." First of all, this is the beginning tutorial area. They should be rewarding yeah. you for exploration, which is a really big deal about open world games. Instead, yeah. they set up these boundaries. Where it's like, oh, you don't have this tool yet. Why is it in the fucking tutorial area if I don't have the fucking tool yet? Yeah. What the hell? <laughs> I think the Breath of the Wild does a really good tutorial area. Yeah, they do. Everything they do you, really good you need area. is is there. You're rewarded for exploring yeah. and going around and trying to find things. Mm -hmm. You you learn essentially what the base mechanics are from the game from the area. And then also, if you do go back you realize that there are a lot of things that you missed, but it's just because they weren't relevant, but they're not like sticking they out like obvious, sore thumbs. Yeah. yeah. There's things that are obvious to you 300 hours into the game because you're like, oh, fuck. Yeah. And it wasn't looking for this before. Yeah. Um, and now you are. So you 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 go there and, and it kind of has another layer of, of intrigue that comes yeah, out. Yeah, like when I was playing uh, Forbidden West, I was going to these locations that are marked on your map. With a question yeah. mark, you know, like, hey, go check this out. I'm like, OK, I think I'm going to do side questing before hitting up this, the main story. You know, it's the beginning of the game. Let's see how overpowered yeah. I can get before this first encounter. Um, and I'm checking out these locations. I get there and it's like, oh, you don't have the tool required. And it's like, why the fuck is it even on my damn map? Is it here? <laughs> yeah, like I yeah. would have been fine if they didn't have it on my map until after I got the tool. And then they gave me a yeah. little prompt saying, hey, check out your map. We've highlighted these locations or whatever, you know. But instead, they just have it in the tutorial area. You spend all this time getting to that spot. And it's a it's it's not quick, dude. You have to like climb all this fucking mountains and shit. There's a lot of parkour climbing and shit um yeah and then you get there and it's like oh you uh yeah you can't you can't uh, go here without that tool and it's like why is this even in the tutorial area this is fucking yeah. stupid but yeah that's just that's one big little gripe i had about the beginning of the game and i basically just had a blast through the story as fast as i could until i got that tool and then i was like okay yeah. now i can start exploring and checking everything out so GTA before GTA five rules <laughs> where it was like, fuck the story. I'm just going to do as much as I need until I have all the islands so I can fuck around. Well, it was just that one tool and that you get that tool in the story. So I had to do the story in order to get that tool. Yeah. Okay. 
Yes, yeah, like I'd, I'd say GTA Five is the only one where because you get the whole island. There's no areas that are on that are locked. To oh, you. really? I don't yeah. know. I, Did you ever play GTA Five? Not 5? really. I've played like okay, maybe a little bit at JC's house way back in the day. I yeah. think I played it on PS3 because um, it, it wow. was for the PS3. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, um, but no, GTA Five, the whole island is unlocked to you, or the whole area, the whole map is unlocked to you, and it's just do the story if you want to. But the story's, I think, well, d- well done enough that it's compelling uh, enough, yeah, to. that you want to do it, yeah. yeah. Um, but yeah, that was just my biggest complaint with the whole fucking <laughs> uh, beginning of of Forbidden West is like there's just so much shit that they're just like slowly giving you to unlock, and then it's like, oh man. I don't want to fucking, this is stupid. I want to just explore. Just <laughs> let me explore and, and figure out what's yeah. going on, you know? Um, but now that I got that part, I'm going to go back to it eventually, probably after I beat Elden Ring or, you know, once I'm done with Destiny. Yeah. So I just got, I got a lot of play now. <laughs> yeah, I don't think I really do. <laughs> I've got, I've got a, let's see. What have I downloaded? I downloaded Skyrim yesterday because of, the obvious thing that I mentioned. You're gonna mod it. <laughs> kind of felt like. Uh, Dude, mod the fuck out of it. So much know. fun. Let me look at the. Let me look at the workshop page and see what they've got. No, here. no. Get mod organizer two and mod it with Nexus mods. Fucking. I think I have a Nexus mod. Give uh, from Jedi Fallen Order. Give your characters big big titties and give them jiggle physics. I did down. I have an account for this now because i had to get it for jedi fallen order you had to get a mod for jedi fallen order yeah i got a mod, i got a few mods for jedi fallen order because wow. i i wanted him i didn't i didn't want to be a ginger i don't i don't relate <laughs> to gingers <laughs> uh so i gave him uh, what was called the hipster cal mod so he has like shaved side head with like a slick back hair but do you have a and, like scruffy beard do you have mod organizer too um, though You'll no. need Mod Organizer 2. Uh, it's the easiest way to download mods for Skyrim, Bethesda games, you know. Um, it's the okay. best way to do it, to be honest. But, um, yeah, once you get Mod Organizer 2, dude, you got all these fucking mods for that game. Let's see. Oh, my God. Do you see it? They put Miranda Lawson into fucking Skyrim. <laughs> what did they? <laughs> Hold on. Which one yeah. are you looking at? Skyrim or Skyrim Special Edition? Um. Well, I think I have oh shit i downloaded the wrong one when i downloaded the game yet last night <laughs> which one did you download? i have skyrim special edition okay so you want to click on the special edition mods yeah let me uninstall this skyrim and reinstall oh yeah there it is one. miranda lawson <laughs> the fuck yeah is... i'll reinstall the these wow that is i don't know why a high res fucking skin for her holy shit that yeah. legit weird dude she can be your pack mule fucking force her to carry all your shit oh <sighs> Should be better than fucking Lydia's being right. Exactly. Now. My fucking <laughs> wife hates Lydia. <coughs> I hate Lydia. Lydia has not helped me in a fight all day. <laughs> Jesus Christ. I, I was playing a bit of Skyrim before. before yeah. <clears throat> but yeah, if you but, look, um, dude, they got, uh, I always go to popular all time. And um, yeah, those are typically the best ones. And then I go the to, ones, uh, yeah. you can click on view more and then go to sort by. And I go, I typically go by endorsements or date published because date published will get you shit that's the most up to date. Um, so you know that it's like current. Oh shit, not unique. Yeah. Let's go to endorsements. Where are you seeing that? Because I just see popular all So time. if you scroll down, you see view more. 
at the bottom of there. Ah, Click okay. on that, and then if you, it takes and you then, to that, okay, and then yeah, you see cool. your sort by. So sorting by, by endorsements, endorsements just shows you how many people are actually willing to say, yeah, this yeah. is a good one. Um, right. And then you can look at last updated in the little mod thing there, and you typically want the ones that are like at least updated in 2021. <laughs> or, yeah. you know, just the most recent ones. But yeah, dude, there's there's so much. People are doing so much of this goddamn game. Um like they're even making multiplayer modes for oh, it with a mod. They updated the UI so it's not shit. Yeah, they did. It. There's a really cool one. Is that the Sky UI that you're looking at? Yeah. Sky UI is really, really good, uh, really popular. Realistic water. Yeah. Oh. oh, oh, you see the mod organizer too, right there, right next to Sky UI. That's what you want. Yeah. That is what you want okay, to to cool. download for all I'll your mods. Um, and you may want to watch the video that they have on there for setting it up because there's a really good. Nah, it's it helps. It helps out a lot, dude. It really does. <laughs> yeah. Download. But yeah, you can see. Yes, I'll take the slow all these Bethesda games: <laughs> Morrowind, Oblivion. They have mods for shit, tons of mods. Ooh, yeah, I know you like those. Do I want to download Morrowind and fucking mod it to hell? Put yeah. My Little Pony in there and fucking you know, ride off into the yeah. sunset. <laughs> Sweet. Um, but yeah, so I gave Cal in Fallen Order, I gave Cal a hipster haircut. I made him have, I got the mod that makes the lightsabers look better. Oh, nice. Which is like, it's because it, and the, like the description of it was literally like, it's so strange that a Star Wars game failed so poorly at making lightsabers look good. Yeah, that is weird. <laughs> um, and what else is it? Ha- did I get? Um I don't remember what else I got. There was another, oh, I uh, there was one that like made it look a little bit more high quality. Yeah, like just a uh, I think it's I forgot what the the thing is called where it's like realistic shading or something like that mm-hmm. uh, kind of mod. Yeah, that's a uh, um, that's like um what do they call those the lighting mods? I forget what they're fucking called. Yeah. God damn it! Uh, the lighting God. mod. That's what it's called. No, they got a name. EMB. It's called an EMB. Yeah, I think so, yeah. yeah. But, um... Oh, hello. <laughs> um, but, yeah, so I, I did that, and then, the, yeah, it was just kind of... Um, it was helpful. Yeah. It was good. Yeah. It was, it was, it was, it made the game a little bit more enjoyable, mm-hmm. I'd say. Um, I kind of want to... If you're ever going to play it, I won't tell you, but I kind of want to tell you how it ends, because I think you, you, you'd enjoy how Fallen Order No, ends. just let me, just let me play it. I will play it again eventually. Right. I'll pick gotcha. it, I'll pick it up again eventually, dude. <laughs> yeah. But it's going to take me a It's while. actually an incredibly short game. I know. I know like it's When short, I say that I finished yeah. it, it took me a week. Oh, really? So as long as and it's taken was, me to beat the Destiny 2 campaign re- recently, it took you to beat that game? That's pretty short. Well, yeah. And, it, and it, yeah, that's me coming home and probably putting like an hour or so into it every day. I blasted through Dark Souls 3 as fast as I could. Um, which is basically just the main campaign. I didn't do the DLCs, but I blasted straight through it from beginning to the last boss, uh, fighting only Mm -hmm. the necessary bosses, like none of the optional shit. Um, And I did that, I think, in like three hours. (laughs) Wow. Yeah, pretty (laughs) fun to speedrun that game. Um, And the speedrunners have done it in an even shorter amount of time too like they've done it in like i think the, uh, let me look up the, yeah. the quickest one real quick i think it's like in an, an hour it's stupid and a quick. half uh, yeah. let's see dark souls three do you have like do you have like a game that's your favorite game to watch people speed run so the dark souls games are really fun to watch speed run um 
the the any Bethesda game is really fun because they're so broken. Um, yeah. But let me think. My favorite one to watch speed run. I mean, I don't know. I, I really like watching the the horror game speed runs of things like uh, Resident Evil and stuff like that are cool, too. Um, the Silent Hill speed runs are really interesting, but it really takes a lot out of the game because the, the whole point of those games is the atmosphere. And when you're speed running, it's like it doesn't matter. So I would say it's probably the uh, the Fallout and Skyrim speed runs because they are the most funniest, most ridiculous speed runs. <laughs> There's a speed run for Fallout on uh, getting laid. It's basically speed running all the way to the point where you can get laid and how fast can you do it yeah. people have done it in like 30 minutes <laughs> okay. yeah so there's a lot of ridiculous ones dude um the dark souls ones are the most impressive because it's a game that's known for its difficulty so like to have yeah. these people for example there's this one that's called soul level one speed run mm-hmm. where someone speed runs the game without leveling up at all and they just kill every single boss in the game and there's ones that yeah. are no hit speed runs, which are just like, how the fuck do you do a no hit goddamn speed run in this shit? But yeah, here we go. Dark Souls 3 finished in 35 minutes. <laughs> 35, 35 minutes. minutes. It took me three Jesus. hours to do this, and they got it in 35. So I'm just going to look up the times here so that I can tell you, because I'll tell you what my favorite one uh-huh. is. Uh, so my favorite is. Oh, what's that? Okay. Is. Uh, Banjo Kazooie. Oh, Banjo Kazooie. That's interesting. Do they do? Are you talking it's like n- no glitch speedruns or like? So that's ones, what's yeah. interesting. I think that's that's mo- the most interesting about uh, uh, Banjo Kazooie speedruns mm-hmm. is I'd say so. The, the the best one, like the top time, is fifty nine minutes and forty one seconds at an any percent. any percent. Okay. Yeah. So fifteen. That's still pretty long that for any pretty percent, long. Yeah, like that's because there's so much of the game that is locked behind. Actually, like you cannot get yeah. past uh, unless you get a certain amount of nips. Yeah. So, um, like literally, the any percent run is just the quickest way through every level of getting like uh, notes, but also and jiggies, but also they still do things that break the game. Like they go to levels you're not supposed to go to. Like for they go to like Mad Monster Mansion is like mm. their third place they go to because they just like break through the walls. Dude, there's a um, there's a funny Fallout Three where it's like speed running the game as a baby in <laughs> Fallout Three. <laughs> it's so fucking ridiculous, yeah. dude. But here's the thing that I think is really uh, strange. Hundred percent speed run yeah. for Magic Kazoo. Yeah, what is it? An hour and fifteen in an hour and forty nine minutes. So it only added so, like an hour to the game. Oh, sorry, it's 156 minutes real time. So yeah, it's only added an hour to the game. So it's kind of one of those where you're like, just do the end, the 100. percent Yeah, it only takes an extra hour of your time. Yeah, yeah. Use and they still do very similar like cheats to get. They still get to certain levels you're not supposed to first, just because it's easier. Mm -hmm. So it's 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 kind of fascinating. I find it really fascinating to watch. Yeah, it's also just fascinating to watch. You know, because it's. It was the game that I played the most when I was like a very, very young lad. Yeah. So like it's it's there's something kind of interesting about watching something and then watching somebody just do the most ridiculous thing that is antithetical to the idea of this game. And you're like, why didn't I just do that? Yeah, you know, it's a uh, so the remake of, of Resident Evil 2, 
actually mm-hmm. encourages speed running because it nice. unlocks certain things like guns with infinite ammo if you beat the game mm-hmm. in a certain amount of time. So it's it's really fun. That's the only game I've ever actually really sped run. And I think I did it in six hours or something like that to unlock something. And I think it did it again after that in like four hours. But it's really fun how it actually encourages you to speed run. And you try to optimize yeah. your path like, oh, fuck, I got to run around these zombies. Okay, but if I go this way, then I can juke out the AI and go around them like that. Like, it really makes you think it's a lot of fun. Um, but yeah, I think the 100% speedrun shit is insane, especially on wow. games like RPGs, where there's all the side mm-hmm. quests. Like, the one that I've watched uh, is like the Fallout 3, where they... On their path to a side quest, they're grabbing an item they know they're going to need to finish another quest they're going to grab an hour into the playthrough. And for a speed run like that, and this is where it gets really intense, is uh, mm-hmm. those 100% speed runs, if you're trying to make it on like the boards or whatever, um, then like the simplest mistake can really fucking cost you. Yeah. And especially when the runs are so long, um, like yeah. hours at a time. Here, let me look Even up. for the ones where it's like, like Banjo Kazooie, where it's two hours, mm-hmm. like, it, you know, when they get to the end, they start making mistakes. It's like, oh, fuck. Yeah. Cause it's always that point where it's just, you know, when you start, nobody's making mistakes right at the beginning. Mm-hmm. And it's always like when you're 30 minutes in, you're like, well, I've just committed 30 minutes. Do I, See if I can make back that five seconds, yeah. or do I start again? Dude, here's a here's a world record right here with Fallout Three All Quest speedrun, an hour and okay. eighteen minutes. I have no idea. I didn't even know you could fucking walk that fast across the goddamn map. That's insane. <laughs> they yeah. must be doing glitches. Like they have to be doing it? glitches. Yeah. Yeah. Do you want to say something? What's up? Like I've watched that video so many times. Yeah, you have. It's a. Uh, it's funny too, dude. This. Uh, this is uh, Tomato Anus. I don't know if you've ever heard of him. Tomato. Excuse Tomato me. Tomato Anus. He's a guy who does speedruns, but also explains uh, the speedruns. Yeah. Like in a comedic way. Here, I'm gonna share you this clip here. Okay. Yeah, he's very. He's pretty dry, but it's fucking great. Um, that is a that is a great video right there because Tomato Anus is fucking hilarious. Um, and he explains his speed runs in, in a in a fantastic way, I'd say. And it's so impressive to watch because it's fucking crazy, these goddamn speed runs. <laughs> but yeah. Anyways, I think we got in, uh, a little sidetracked there enough. Um it's been it's been Did a we? while. It's been a while. I mean, we're on two <laughs> yeah, it's been a while. Yeah. two mi- two hours and nine minutes almost now. Yeah. So and none of us had to um, stop to take a shit. I did that before. No, I didn't even have to go right? pee. I, it's I took me. my shit before to... the fucking podcast, so I prepared. I did actually pee before the podcast. <laughs> so. Yeah, I thought about I, I thought about it beforehand. Nice. Um, now I'm gonna I just gotta go figure out what the fuck I'm gonna have for dinner now. Right. I guess I'm gonna go play some Destiny because that's what the fuck I'm cool. doing. Yeah, and I'll probably play some I'm later. Send you some, some screenshots dudes? of me playing. Uh, some news, yeah. yeah, bro. I'll send you some screenshots <laughs> of of a super modded out Skyrim. Yes, a bit. dude. Yes, you gotta fucking play it modded. Um, it's cool. so much fun. All right, man. Anyways, uh, thank you guys for cool. listening. Uh, whatever oh, yeah. ghosts <laughs> listen to us. <laughs> I forgot we were doing a podcast bit. I was just like saying goodbye to you. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. What, what's the movie we're doing next oh, week? Oh, shit, shit. Yeah. Okay. So the movie we're doing <laughs> next week, I'm super looking forward to. It's called The Throne of Blood. And it is okay. here. Let me just look up a little bit of, give a little bit there. Um, 
throne, not the throne <laughs> of glass, throne of blood. All right, throne of bloof. Uh, let's see. Yes, this is a movie directed by Akira Kurosawa. Uh, looks cool. really good. Very inspired. Uh, it, from what I've been told, it's the Japanese retelling of Macbeth. So we're again, we're looking at the yeah. same story, except told completely differently. And I love samurai stories. So I'm super looking forward to this. Um, I can't wait to see it. This is a 1957. So we should like it a lot. Um, yeah, it's also curious. It's also curious. So, yeah. yeah. I like so it. I can't wait, dude. I think this is going to be a lot of fun. Um, yeah, let me. Uh, OK, so I can watch it on HBO. Good. Awesome. <laughs> dude, what? Oh, I'll have, I might struggle to find it then. Do you not have HBO Max out there? HBO Max is not in the UK. Damn, bro, that's fucking. Bullshit. I'll figure it. I'll figure out how to find it. It's an old film. It's probably on Criterion Collection, to be honest. If it's Kurosawa. Oh, you know what? That might be what it is. I know that uh, HBO Max has Criterion Collection and a lot uh, has okay. a lot of their movies. So, yeah. All yeah. right. There's a mod in here where you can go to Bruma, which is the city in the north of Cyrodiil that's about on the border. Of There's Sarah. a mod that literally gonna, adds gonna all that. of Tamriel. Just. Does it really? Yeah, you got to look. I think you got to add each part individually, but you can add all of Tamriel to your game. Yeah. Hmm. Just watch some YouTube videos. I'll let you know. Yeah. Yeah. All right. All righty. Yeah, thanks, everybody. Bye.